innocent. Yeah, she found Lily's father. You know it was Zoro? Really? Zoro's a dragon. She didn't RSVP. Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. It's that time again. It's time for, as you know, the podcast that is dedicated to covering the first and last episodes of television shows, cutting out everything else in between, and making snap judgments on whether or not you need to watch this. You know, join us as we uh, tolerate, get annoyed, and ultimately forget every television show that's ever existed because we've been cursed to do so. Some, some call me Ian, but others call me Little Boy Blue. Joining me as always... That's, I don't know, uh, in Stony Brook, Storybrook, he's Travis Story Martin. Storybrook, man. Story, yeah. In, 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 That's correct. I'm in, a, I'm in a place more horrible than you could ever imagine. Maine. Maine in 2011. Yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> in in the Enchanted Woods or whatever, he was, whatever. I don't know, Jack the Giant the show, Slayer. Bro. What realm? What realms we all rep in? <laughs> homie, <laughs> what, homie, what realm are you from? <laughs> Um, I mean, uh, I mean, let's see. I mean, we got we got the part where it starts as fairy tales, and then we get the later seasons where clearly they're like, I don't know, here's every Disney and property mm-hmm. ever. So I'm probably you know honoring my Scandinavian roots and from the frozen town. He's Olaf himself. I am so. Olaf, the dreaded Olaf. <laughs> Joining me as always, Jack the Giant by Josh Gad, it's Travis yeah, Marmon, <laughs> and uh, rounding out today until. The big bad wolf himself, Stephen Doughton, finally joins us. It's oh boy, I need another fairy tale character. Apparently, apparently, Captain Ahab. Geppetto. You know. Yeah, I, you want to be Geppetto? Sure. Uh, <laughs> it's Matziani. Though, Cap, I, I've, I, uh, I have to admit to you guys, I'm currently reading Moby Dick. Uh, oh, good and, for you. Uh, oh my God, is Captain Ahab infectious? The type of talking that he does is incredible. It makes me want to talk. He's a magnetic that. man. He's, he's a, a charismatic leader. He is. It's crazy how like I. You're he's like, so well written. I love Captain Ahab. <laughs> you know what I love? What's uh, that? That uh, Red Riding Hood's uh, grandmother appears to be a military leader. Sure. It's just so good when they cut to the table and you see them all, and she's fucking knitting as they're having a goddamn war meeting, and I'm like, mm. why is she here? What does she add to the team? What is what is the bug with the magnifying glass add to the team? Jiminy Cricket, sir. Well, you oh. haven't played Kingdom Hearts, so you don't understand. Honestly, He's this there had to... this had what I imagined to be Kingdom Hearts energy. Uh huh. That's that's <laughs> what Stephen and I are going to talk about <laughs> once once he gets all set up. Uh, he he will join to be our special Kingdom Hearts correspondent. This really was a. Game Master Anthony Astro. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about Kingdom Hearts. Let's talk about Kingdom Hearts. If you walk away, uh, wow, once upon a time. Are you singing Once by Pearl Jam right now? Yeah. <laughs> Is Eddie Vedder public domain? Could he have been on this show? Is it, wait, did you just ask if Eddie Vedder's in the public domain? That's yeah. an interesting. He's been question. alive long enough that he can be portrayed. No, uh, no. As a Disney member. No, he hasn't been alive long enough. When you wish upon a star, 
Makes no difference who you are. You'll wake up in Boston and forget your <laughs> fantasy character. And we are going to be sued, though, by Disney for that. That's the unfortunate <laughs> yeah, reality. I'm, I'm going to scramble <laughs> your voice so you just sound like an alien speaking rather than... <laughs> actually, rather Can you than do that thing where they, yeah, where they they change it? Uh, like when you're listening to like a YouTube song... Uh, a song on YouTube, and they like posted it a decade ago, and so they've like pitch shifted it a little bit so that the the bot won't won't find it and issue yeah. a copyright claim. Yeah. Uh, so if you couldn't tell from all the jokes that we've made uh, this week, we talked about Once Upon a Time, the ABC fantasy Terrible. adventure drama that ran from <laughs> October twenty third, twenty eleven, to May eighteenth, twenty eighteen, and alternated between two main settings. A fantastical world where fairy tales are real and a fictional seaside town in Maine called Storybrooke. It also felt like there were roughly 15 more other settings in the finale, but uh, I, I would, I would need... And the, intro, and the intro had Boston in it. Don't forget that. Yeah. Beantown, baby. So yeah, uh, Once Upon a Time was created by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, who, uh, you know... Is not Ad-Rock. Is right, not. No. <laughs> It drives me wild every time I see this guy's name because he also wrote Tron Legacy. And uh, uh, I've, you know, of course, been really thinking a lot lately about um, uh, Joseph Kaczynski, who directed Tron Legacy. So, but anyways, yeah, these guys, uh, you know, they worked on um, Lost. I don't know if you could tell that they worked on Lost. Yeah, it has almost the same exact Protestant energy that the last season of Lost has. <laughs> I did. I don't think I knew in the intro, but the finale, I was like, I am so confused about anything going on here. It feels like lost. And yeah. then <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. And, and there were two lost actors. Um, we got a lot of people to put on watch this week. Like a lot. Well, I also have a new feature to introduce. Yeah, that's going to be really exciting. House, <laughs> house um, Lost, and Riverdale. Who's Riverdale after those in this show? Polly Cooper is in this. Oh my God! Who did she? <laughs> is that who a did, recent? Who did no? You've seen the, Polly. The who, did, who did Polly play? This, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay, Polly the older Cooper. sister, right? The Archer from the finale. With the, the one glasses. that's Robin Hood, I think, but female. Yeah. No, yeah. see, <gasps> she's named Robin. So many yeah, fuck yeah but there was yeah. also a Robin Hood that was in love apparently with the evil witch because that's the Robin that appears to talk to her. And she's like, "Is this a dream?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yes." Yeah. I I have the character page up for this fucking show because I was like, who are some of these? And this is one of the most ridiculous. Where was this? Uh, it's uh, Henry, the the main boy. It's just like boy. Henry Daniel Mills uh, is the son of Emma Swan and Neil Cassidy, adopted son of Regina Mills, stepson of Killian Jones, older half brother of Hope, husband of Ella, father of Lucy Mills, nephew of this, Prince I, Neil, I Gideon like and Zelena, grandson of Snow White, <laughs> Prince like, David, Cora like Mills, Prince Henry, Rumpelstiltskin and Maltmila, stepson of Belle and great great grandson of King Leopold, Queen Ava, King Xavier, Ruth, Robert, Malcolm, and Fiona. Also, apparently, Malcolm is Peter Pan, and I just like walked away. <laughs> I want to do. I, I feel like we do half the episode on the part where they're like, "Yeah, did you know her dad was Zoro? So Zoro's a dragon." <laughs> and that was the maybe the worst sounding ADR, <laughs> like the least natural sounding I've ever heard on any show we watched. Really painful for me. Top ten ADR fails. Fun. Fails. Voters. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gonna make a thing for just like audio people. <laughs> 
it will be watched by that one like from girls. Seven, it'll get uh, seven it's be up views. There. <laughs> so it was my pick this week, and I picked Once Upon a Time because I knew it was lost adjacent, and because I used to read the comic book Fables, which asks the same question of what if you put all fairy tale characters in the real world, only that one was. Um, because there was a war in the previous kingdom and they escaped to the real world to be safe and then it turned out that it was actually just all a metaphor for Israel and that's a whole thing that I later unpacked in life. But before that, it was a pretty good time (laughs) and then I was like, oh God. Um, And in that one, Geppetto is the evil wizard who has the army uh, because Pinocchio became a real boy and left him behind so then he created... uh, a, an army of soldiers. If the Palestinians really want a two-state solution, they should stop uh, voting for Rumpelstiltskin to be their political leader. <laughs> uh, that man has a... Robert Carlyle has a BAFTA for best actor. <laughs> the guy so who played Rumpelstiltskin but the Joker? That guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He won it for the full Rumpelstiltskin's Monty. Rumpelstiltskin's the original Joker. I think we can all agree on that, though. So... We, yeah, yeah, we he's got the BAFTA for Best Actor yeah. for his performance in The Full Monty. He's also really great in train spotting. Things I had to like remind uh, myself okay, okay. as if I was like holding on to a shred of sanity. Listen, I'd take the there job. Were, there were a lot Jesus. of people there were there were a lot of people in this movie who were in other things. Sorry, in the show who were in other things, which kept I kept being like, How did this person get a job with anything else? But then it I must think, be okay. it must be like the filming and the writing. Also, I did yeah. want to mention you can go ahead, Travis. I would say everyone sucks on this show, but look what they are working with dialogue-wise. Right. Oh, Every yeah, single garbage. person on this show is a hero yeah. and was underpaid. Yeah. And yep. I will have no ill words toward them yeah, because absolutely. they deserve... Nothing they could have done. There is nothing, there is nothing they could have done. Uh, I would be phoning in this job, too, if I was them. And I'm just like, so... <laughs> So I'm dressed I'm like I'm at a Ren Fest, and I'm going to act like I'm in one, too. Basically. And then later, he's just dressed in a fucking flannel, and he's like, well, Snow White and I have led a war council like this before, and I'm like, bro, you look like you are a dude at every brewery. <laughs> yeah. This show desperately needed every character to have an English accent, and they didn't. Yeah, and but just fake like, it. It's fine. Just pretend. Yeah. Do a bad one. But- and then the it's people the who actually like, are British are have the most like British dope looking faces I've ever seen. They're so good. Just everybody. This is now. I'm gonna make the face, I, and the listener can't see the face. But every single person who has a British accent on this show, their resting face is like this. Yeah, their their jaw is open. I watched um I watched Eyes Wide Shut last night uh, again, and As I forgot that half of that movie is Tom Cruise's mouth just half open yeah. as somebody says something to him that he doesn't know how to uh, think about mm-hmm. or like respond to because he's afraid of sex. Uh, and this show was lots of people with their mouths half open because they don't know how to react to the thing that's happening on the weird green screen that's behind them because yeah. they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And they're just like, so which character are you playing? And they're like, oh, I'm sneezy. And they're like, of course you are. Sure. I'm one of the tall what, dwarfs. What is I this- think is interesting about this show is that it, you know it, it was popular enough it had seven it had seven, seven um, seasons seasons uh you know but it really it really ripped off this uh indie movie from i think oh, it was the this. early 2000s uh i hate call, this call yeah don't <laughs> i know even what do he's it. gonna wrap don't even do don't it. fuck off 
Well, we can about- have the Shrek talk at some point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I was d- about like we started our thoughts at the same time, and I was also going to be yeah. like, "This takes place in the Shrek universe." <laughs> anyway, so you watch the new Michael Myers. I you, feel you like I the new Mike Myers show. I on a, on I haven't the watched Pentaver, it. I don't. Right? I think I think legally we have to. For as long as we all talk about cold member, we do need. Or we like should do a stream. General, we, we should just put it on and like all watch it together on a stream. <laughs> oh sure, then we yeah, can do his fine. Gong Show that. run where he like played a character to host the Gong Show. The idea of a television show, the idea of a game show that's also like a narrative television show that chronicles the descending madness of the host is good. That's good yeah. to me. And they should have just done that. You're just like you're watching the finale, and you're like, "Holy shit! Wait, that guy just pulled a gun out. How are that's they airing this?" Well, I guess the game game show's different, but like that sort of review. Um, yeah, and I, I would want it to start fully as like the first like you know twelve episodes. You're like, "Yeah, it's just a fucking game show. It's weird that Mike Myers is hosting this." And you're like, "Why? Wait, what is going on?" But that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about Once Upon a Time, which we're all like, "Yeah, it's fairy tales. It's it's all Disney." It's, it's all Disney. Um, no, except then it's just whoever's public domain. And yeah. again, one of the characters is the last season is Captain Ahab. Yeah, yeah, but Travis, Travis, the major characters that appear in between include Mulan and Elsa and oh. Meridia from Brave. When they and, were like, oh, it's Maui's hook. Maui's I was like, hook. Are you kidding I was like, me? What the fuck is that? <laughs> also, like, it was it was one of the most it was one of the laziest Deus Ex Machina's I've ever seen. Where they were like, guys, we're trapped. What do we do? Oh, an item. Look, it appears. Yeah, is the, that, wor- is like, that worse than Sex in the City for you? This is, I was going to say this is the <laughs> second time that Steven has invoked the phrase laziest Deus Ex Machina, but this time he was right. <laughs> well, yeah, that, why is it the, there? Was it set up in the previous <laughs> I remember the first time, and he was like, <laughs> about sex in the city, in and he was like, yeah, why is he in town? Like, he probably came in the previous episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one, though, where there is literally, like, this one works on all the levels because Maui is a god, and suddenly they had his hook. Also, I don't know where they were trapped. I was so confused. They, tra- they had just been, like, They're in trapped in the room. Tommy Westfall universe. <laughs> they were trapped in the Tommy Westfall universe, obviously. What was this? <laughs> What happened in between? This is like we've talked about before. The times where like some people, some sometimes are like, man, our 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 podcast style really doesn't work for certain shows. It was perfect for this one where I pressed play on the second one and it did feel like I had taken the hardest drugs and I couldn't understand human language anymore because yeah. they were just like, yeah, I'm gonna ask you know you know it's like I'm the girl in the car and I'm like, okay. Sure. Time travel, sure. yeah, and then it's so- just like I'm gonna ask your fostered, your your adopted father, Captain Hook, if I can marry you, and I'm like, what relationship does this person have to Captain Hook? What's going on? Are they time travelers? Is Captain Hook a time traveler? And I just felt just like, my like, I felt the aneurysm. Like, character name drops in here reminds me of if you accidentally hit play on a later uh, season episode of Vampire Diaries actually because it's just like so deep in its own lore that it it's incomprehensible even if you watch the show 
It, it does. It actually feels like that sometimes if you watch the wrong Marvel movie nowadays, and you oh. don't read the comics. <laughs> oh yeah, and you're just like, just like I don't know who that is, and everybody's Bro, like, people. Whoa. I, I, anyone seeing uh, Doctor Strange would probably be like, what the fuck? Was there a bunch of homework I needed to do before this? Yeah. Um, oh, I did want to mention that. Uh, what what you guys need to understand is that the Henry in the main universe is Henry, obviously. And then there's the Henry in the in the the fairy tale universe and that's his that's his heartless. And yeah. then there's another Henry Oh, I thought it was his nobody. Yeah, sorry, his nobody. Uh well yeah, for sure. That's that his was, nobody that was uh um Zonray. Yeah, that was that was X E N R Y. It was actually Nerix. <laughs> Nerix. Yeah, sorry, you're right. Nerix. That's that's the character's name. Yeah. If you walk away, if you wish upon a star, can I? Uh, I'm trying to get the episode taken down. Don't sing that song. <laughs> sing any <laughs> other song. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the thing they do. Yeah. Um, can I grade you guys some character names? Yeah. I'm just gonna let you. I'm just gonna read some people that appear on this show, uh, not sorry. the actors, of course. Okay, yeah. You know, because you got Jiminy. You know, we saw Jiminy Cricket and Huntsman, Rumpelstiltskin, Pinocchio, Belle French, which is I love that. That's what they named Belle. Oh, Belle Delphine, <laughs> the yeah, person Huff who sold Belle their bathwater. Uh, Red, <laughs> Red oh. Lucas slash Ruby, Balefire slash Neil Cassidy. Yeah, sure. Um, Balefire, you know. Bale Will Fire. Scarlet slash Knave of Hearts slash White King, Zelena slash Wicked Witch of the West. You got Robin of Loxley, Robin Hood, oh, Evil yeah, Queen. Get, yeah, another one of these things like Wizard of Oz isn't a fairy tale. It's a Hook awful. again. Uh, Ella, which is uh, Cinderella. Rapunzel Tremaine. Apparently, that's Rapunzel's last name. They were played by Gabrielle Anwar, uh, Queen Tiana. Alice, Cyrus, Anastasia, slash Red Queen, slash White Queen. Wait. What? Anastasia? Yeah. Ana well, Anastasia might just be her name in, in, in Storybrook because mm. Disney doesn't have Anastasia. I believe Anastasia. when I was Wikipediaing, yes, they meant Anastasia the. Or does Disney not own Anastasia the. That, guys, the, guys, that was Don Bluth. Stop. Also, right. Disney doesn't own Anastasia. That was a no. person who was real. <laughs> they were killed, and then there was the idea that they so lived. Was Pinocchio. But that's not a made-up story. Not a Anastasia was a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney owns a lot of people, Ian. Yeah, yeah. But so also, was, so that was, was a Don Bluth movie. I know that was not that's a Disney, I, that I was not a Disney movie. Not. Uh, Percy slash the White Rabbit, Dreamy Grumpy slash Leroy, uh, Widow Lucas slash Granny. Uh, you got the Blue Fairy, Doctor Doctor Victor, Doctor Victor Dude, Frankenstein. Did you guys see the Blue Fairy's tits? Yes, I did. I was like, <laughs> Jill did. Jill really pointed them out. <laughs> <laughs> really big Damn, tits on the globular. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, the uh, genie slash the magic mirror. Uh, apparently, they made the magic mirror also the genie. You know who they had play him? Uh, Will Smith. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> hey, guys. You'll never guess who played. Uh, uh, Probably uh, was like just killed off on Breaking Bad, and they were like, "Do you want to do Genie?" You'll never guess who played a difficult father in this show. That's right, Alan Dale, <laughs> the man who has been called in to play every father on every television show we've yeah. ever covered. Which ones was he in? Uh, the OC. He's also the. Is, he's, is he the six feet he's, under? He's, dad? he's the higher. No, no, that's Richard Jenkins. Lost. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Penny's dad and Lost. Is anyone from Hercules uh, oh, on this show? Oh, you are. 
You're, we're getting there, buddy. Don't worry. But first, yeah, we got Jefferson slash the Mad Hatter, played by Sebastian Stan, Princess Aurora, Prince Philip, Mulan, uh, William Smee. Smee's in this. Gay icon Smee. A uh, character that just says Felix, but the name is, which is from the Lost Boys? Sure. Peter Pan slash Pied Piper. They're apparently the same. Tinkerbell, Ariel, Wendy Darling, Queen Elsa, Princess Anna, oh, Marion, Kristoff, Snow Queen, The Apprentice, literally the fucking... The Sorcerer's Apprentice by Goethe? Sure. Throw it in here. <laughs> Maleficent, not played by... Uh, was 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 it Ian? Was was Omarosa in it? <laughs> I... Uh, Cruella de Vil. <laughs> refusing. Merlin, King Arthur, Queen Meridia, Queen Genevieve, Sir Lancelot, Blind Witch, Hades... Of course, Doctor Henry Jekyll. Did, they, Mr. did Hyde. they get James Woods for that? No. <laughs> Could you imagine if they did? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a problem today. Aladdin, uh, Princess Jasmine, Black Fairy, played by a white woman, Tiger with, Lily, with, 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 with tiny tits. <laughs> <laughs> a different Anastasia. Yeah, sure. Great. What the fuck was this? The caterpillar. <laughs> Are the Aristocats in this? The Jabberwocky was in it. It's Dumbo here. Yeah, of course. All or the racist crows. The Song of the South guy. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Splash Mountain. Do we get yeah, Darth Vader? Yeah, the Country Bear Jamboree present. Mater. Yeah, Mater was here. Aerosmith. No, I, I said Darth uh-huh. Vader. Oh no! I thought you said Mater like from Cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you meant Mater. Mater is, I, I thought you meant Rebecca joke. Mater, who plays Charlotte on Lost, who was here. <laughs> everyone was. Everyone had our own interpretation of what that meant. Uh, is Henry Rollins in this? <laughs> no. <laughs> who would you want Henry Rollins to play from the Disney canon? My answer is King uh, Gaston. Triton. Oh yeah, that's have <laughs> under the water Zeus. It's just, I mean, you know, it's just, I, I mean, with Rip Torn being gone, I just, it's too early for me to think about that. Plus, I gotta, I gotta wait, you know, to see who they cast in the, the live action remake that they're doing of Hercules, where Guy Ritchie's gonna be the director, which means it will ask the important question of, what if Hercules was a fucking boxer, eh? They're gonna make Meg too hot for modern audiences. They already did. Yeah, she's so hot in the cartoon. So, I uh, yeah, I had never watched any of Once Upon a Time. I picked it because uh, it felt lost to Jason, and it, I knew it was going to be stupid, and I hadn't picked a stupid show in a while, and buddy, did this deliver on the stupidity. Yeah. You know, how, so sometimes, sometimes I, f- I catch myself looking at my phone during a show, with, like, like scrolling Twitter and stuff, and I try not to because, you know, I want to be taking notes and noticing things, but sometimes it's because it's boring. In this case, I would check Twitter as a relief for my brain because it was <laughs> my brain was trying too hard to make inferences and like yeah. and like be like, all right, who's this? What is this? What, I, I, it was just like, oh, I need a break. I can't yeah. wait to learn what happened in the finale when we recap the finale. <laughs> and it will explain to me <laughs> it will explain to me why Rumble Stiltskin ripped his own heart out and put it in in Captain Hook's heart, oh which is God. also extremely Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> so Kingdom Hearts, guys, it's, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while since we watched a show I hated, but not in a way where I was just like, and it's boring. Yeah, right, right. Is, I didn't think this was good, but I was enthralled. It was not good. 
Because I, I also was in the back of my mind. I was like, anything could happen, and anybody could appear. I have no idea who could turn to the corner, and it'll be like, Paul Bunyan's here, and I'll be like, of course he is. Yeah, why wouldn't he be? Or, you know, Wally. And I'd be like, sure. Yeah, it also makes sense. Wally. Yeah. I was, and I was Wally also, I'm, in the I'm real ripping world? on this show. <laughs> I'm ripping on the show, but I, like, just watched it. Uh, fucking No Way Home the other day. And I'm like, I guess it's, in a way, similar. Also, what if the Green Goblin was on here? He's on my, he's not on my Disney now. Unclear. Wally know. slash yeah. Rob, the gaming console. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wally in the real world is, is a Rob. Is, uh, is a, is uh, Hank rob. Hill appears because uh, they can do that now. God. Uh, yeah, I was gonna. So, um, I, I, let's we'll do this right now. Travis asked before we got on, which character in the public domain would you most like to see added to the Once Upon a Time universe? My answer is Jake Barnes, the protagonist of The Sun Also Rises, because I think he just brings <laughs> some really great depressed guy energy yeah. to town. Just walking around like oh Dick God. still doesn't work. <laughs> What about like um, Hamlet? The yeah, exactly. Yeah. Excellent answer. Yeah. <laughs> what if yeah, Hamlet was in this? <laughs> Any other Shakespeare ones or just Hamlet? I don't know. Throw Iago in there. He could stir up some trouble. Not the bird. I hope they pair him up with Iago the parrot. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Disney could do that. Be like, yes, Iago. Iago is now a pirate who has Iago on his shoulder, and they both are named Iago, and it's a coincidence. Uh, how about, uh, uh, Mr. Bennett from Pride and Prejudice? He's just here every few episodes being like, this show's stupid. Just of like course, of course, like, that's uh, the only character. Like of Heath course, Cliff. that's the only character you like from that book. That could be interesting. Yep. Heathcliff? Yeah, I'd see Heathcliff in there. Which one? <laughs> the cat or the <laughs> Wuthering Heights character? <laughs> the Wuthering Heights character. The cat is not public domain. Wait, Heathcliff no, is, is a cat? solidly not public domain. Heathcliff is a cat? Or uh, what's, the, what's the really, what's the spooky yes. guy in uh, in uh, the Scarlet Letter? He has a really fucking awesome name. Uh, oh, Chillingworth. Um, uh, Chillingworth. Chillingworth. <laughs> Chillingworth. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we ever told this this particular little story about Chillingworth on the podcast. Um <laughs> Uh, it's a story. It's a story. It's a story. You know, yeah. uh, you know back, in, back in the day when we used to kick it with Chillingworth. Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> me and Matt were in an English class together. I don't believe Ian was in this class. And we did the Scarlet Letter and uh, Mrs. <laughs> um, sorry. She, she was like, well, one of the things you start to notice when you go through this is Chillingworth gets darker and darker as the, as the book oh, goes on, the way he's described. And somebody raised their hand and with the most Valley Girl accent you could ever imagine goes, do you mean like Tanner? Uh, and I will never forget that as long as I, as long as I live. Very earnestly asked if the, the English teacher meant that the, the, the nefarious character in the book got Tanner and Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> as the book went on. Yeah, it's person. summer. He's getting ready for the, <laughs> the beach. We really did need to, We really got to work on reading comprehension in this country. Media literacy, things or, of that or, nature. Not even reading comprehension, just like conversation comprehension. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, <laughs> that's so. Not, yeah, yeah. It's not even reading. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Can we talk about uh, Jennifer Morrison, Dr. Cameron herself, officially yeah. on watch? 
I need a sound Good effect. Good casting for playing the daughter of Jennifer Goodwin because it is really similar. They do. It is that is genuinely uh, great. We don't have any member. We don't have any all stars. The the all stars in this episode are the Black Keys. <laughs> I, I, wow. I was going to say, I have two new features to introduce, one of which is Gold on the Ceiling Watch. <laughs> yeah, gold on the okay, ceiling. this was Howlin' for you. Oh, was it Howlin' for you? Sorry, you're right. <laughs> but still, it was that era of them. Just Black Keys Watch, I think, is good enough. It's in so many of these shows. But Strange Times would also just be thrown into shit like... Oh Psychotic God. girl, man, they really, they do really that band even need to tour? Yeah. <laughs> How much do they get of, from just like their TV deals that they've done? Gold on the ceiling. That's just you're just like, oh shit, yeah, that's it. Must be <laughs> you're like it must be something that came out in 2012. Uh, no, and then a new feature, uh, which is just is that a Bobby Draper? Because uh, oh. the boy in this was one of the four actors that played That's Bobby Draper. Good. <laughs> <laughs> because they would just keep recasting only him. Why? They should have, uh, every time they recast Bobby, they should have had to recast at least one other actor. Like, but at, at random. <laughs> just like as a role. Uh, yeah. Just Don in the last season. Yeah. Nah, dude, it's like Duck Phillips is a completely different actor. You yeah. never do Don, but you just like side ones. You can again, Don, the reason make why, Don like Bill Hader or something like for just the, the reason last why, season. The reason why they probably had to do it is it would take so long for them to return to Bobby Draper that either the child would have aged too much in between or like the kid just quit acting. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, we need a new kid. You know? They could. They had to. They always had one guy for Glenn. Yeah, I was going to say Bobby Draper. Four <laughs> actors. Well, you know, because Glenn was the ki- the, the yeah the creator's son, and which little, is the most the, mean, what a mean thing. thing to do to cast him as a little freak. You're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my son in this show. Uh, who's he gonna play? The freakiest little boy of all time. <laughs> <laughs> a kid you're gonna see appear in this and be like, is this a fucking like, serial oh, killer? We're gonna have bad this- vibes in this episode. <laughs> so yeah, Glenn shows up. You're like, fuck. <laughs> It's going to say something awful. Everyone's going to get mad. Betty's going to get introspective about it. But yeah, the, nice. the, the Mad Men episode is another time. So in Shrek, yeah, but when Lord Farquaad is on a dating game sort of thing, they put Cinderella and Snow White in there, and they use the magic mirror to like be the host. It's very mm-hmm. fun. It's very, very fun. And what what's fun is at the end, Shrek kisses... Uh, Fiona, his wife, and it thinks it's going to turn him into a person, but it actually turns both of them into ogres. And then they go back to their swamp where all the fairy tale creatures are. Yeah. And then Shrek 2, they go on a honeymoon to Fiona's parents' house and they have to deal with the fact that he's an ogre. The gingerbread man does like a, does like a Tiny Tim thing at one point. Do you think Travis can do an impression of the gingerbread man? I would like to hear this. Oh, it's been a while. Uh, the Muffin Man! That's the only <laughs> it thing. Was it. It. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. Do you think they, in, when they were doing this show, do you think they had to watch the Shrek movies to make sure they weren't repeating clever the, things the that jokes. happened in Shrek? Yeah. Clever things. Yep. Yeah, there are a you lot. know what I mean. Like, no, there's a lot. Shrek, to, there's a Shrek lot of cleverness did. to avoid in Shrek. Where are we at with Shrek these days? It's the worst. As a, as a podcast. It's so <laughs> fucking annoying. The meme of it all. I watched... Shrek 2 in Chicago the last time I was in Chicago thinking why thinking with who with who do you think I watched Shrek 2 with like the the jokes were so tired Uh, comedy comedy it's tough 
but it is very cultural and of its time, and it's like really, really dreadful. Like, God, I would not want to ever sit through another Shrek. The funniest Shrek thing in the last 15 years is when uh, someone took, like, a dog running, like, the Westminster Dog Show, like, obstacle course thing, but replaced it with, like, that tiny Shrek. Yeah, that was, that was good. It. I liked that. No, uh, I'm sorry, Travis, that is no longer true. The funniest thing about Shrek in the last 15 years is the revelation that Al Pacino has a Shrek phone case. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say, the other option is that time Regis Philbin just showed up on Letterman dressed as Shrek, and for some reason... Because <laughs> uh, they like to bully Regis into having him wear, like, the most ridiculous costumes, <laughs> and they were just like, we'll just have him on, but you have to be Shrek. And he's like, okay! Or Dave, anything! <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, Pacino has a Shrek phone. I really... Uh, that's the best one. I really have enjoyed Shrek appearing in many Dolly Minis for whatever reason. I've, I think I've leaned into the meme. I think he makes me giggle now. I hate the meme. Get the meme out of my face. <laughs> there's just so many things happening in this world that are objectively bad that when there's something that's subjectively bad, like Shrek becoming a meme that's too popular, sometimes my brain just goes, you know what, Steven, you get to enjoy this. Yeah, <laughs> like, no reason to... This isn't, this isn't hurting anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's not. It's true. <laughs> it's offending my sensibilities. But once yeah, upon a time... Like the show we're talking about. Yeah, it, this all started with that going, let's talk about Jennifer Morrison, and then we just didn't do that at all. Uh, <laughs> we love her. Jennifer Morrison <laughs> is there great. There she is. Shout out to my friend uh, who looked seemed like he was going to date her for a minute, and then uh, oh, he yeah. moved out of the country. <laughs> was that... <laughs> I, I can't answer that question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he didn't show up. At, I was looking at her personal life section. He did not show up there. It was all other actors. Uh, she wound up marrying a guy who was on Passions. What's Passions? Is that one of those? That's a soap shows? opera. It's like the really crazy soap yeah, that's opera. A, that's like a, it's like the intentionally uh, silly. Spike one. from Buffy was a big fan of Passions. Oh right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. So Jennifer Morrison was on House. Yep. Till 2012. So actually, she, she Chase. briefly overlaps with this. She, she dated Sebastian Stan after meeting him on this set. Yeah, it's fun to see the two people who fully escaped this show, Sebastian Stan and Jamie Dornan, who like appeared, and I was like, "What? He's in this?" So and then um, one of those people they is, didn't even try to hide the one accent. One of those people is Christian Gray, right? Yes. Yeah, Sebastian Stan is uh, the Winter Soldier, or Tommy Lee, more recently. Uh, if you want to watch him have a talking penis. I do think it's a bit more famous that he's Bucky oh. than he is, you know, Tommy Lee. Winter Soldier. He did not the appear Winter in any of these Soldier episodes. The Winter Soldier and Bucky are the same person. Uh, she also dated uh, the guy who played Fernando on Prison Break. Fernando? Yeah. Sure. Which one's Fernando? Yeah. Margarito. I don't know any of these. I don't know who that person is. We're going to talk about that. It looks like uh, if Jason Taylor was Puerto Rican. Um, I, I, uh, what a description of a human being! Oh Don't wow, spoil all this, this guy! Wow, we're, we'll get to Prison Break at some point. We know we have to get to Prison Break. I've seen that entire like, show. We gotta watch Prison Break. We definitely have. We to gotta watch do it. it. We gotta talk about. I believe Brett Ratner, the director of the pilot of Prison Break. <laughs> we did. We did a Fox overdose for a while. Yeah, yeah. So Fox, Fox is the new Showtime. You're just fucking not allowed to pick it. <laughs> Think things that this podcast can lead us to saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt a bit of minutes since we did an ABC show. Oh my God! Wait, wait, wait. Jennifer uh, Morrison's co-star Jesse Spencer, who played 
Doctor Chase. Doctor Chase. Uh, Proposed to her yep. at the Eiffel Tower. Yep. Ew. December two thousand six, but by August two thousand seven, they called off the engagement. I yeah. guess there. I guess there aren't more famous places for famous people. Like the the thing about fame is that <laughs> is that it doesn't like it doesn't stack. So like, it, like there isn't like a secret place only famous people can go, and that place is more famous than the Eiffel Tower. No, it's it's much less famous. Than right. It's just like the child rape colonies that they go to. <laughs> they like, keep it secret. What if what if we kissed at the child rape colony? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go a different way with this one, which is the other thing too is it's like where you're like, oh, you're famous. It's like listen, listen, listen. They are supporting characters right. on a Fox yeah, medical drama famous. Like they're not going to be able to shut down the Eiffel Tower and have a private moment. Hugh Laurie couldn't even do that. They could be killed off at any time and not be able to afford this engagement party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they walk a thin... Well, I don't know how famous like the guy who played... Oh, yeah. No, okay. He was on Neighbors for eight years or whatever. I was going to say he's an Australian <laughs> actor. I have no idea. <laughs> Motherfucker's been on Chicago Fire for like a decade. Are those sh- when are we got to do one of those Chicago shows? The moment they, they gotta end. be still over. on, yeah. The moment they end, I know. They're fucking shooting in my neighborhood every day. Times our work commutes have been disrupted by them. <laughs> we'll do that once you leave. It'll be great. You'll get to look back fondly. Talk about notice. At the time, at the time it's like uh, at, at Tribune, they they were like, you got to use a different part of the parking lot because they're uh, making uh, part of Freedom Center a lot uh, uh, fake carnival for Chicago Fire. <laughs> Just like. Uh, Fucking fine. Okay. They did. They up in my neighborhood. They had uh, like an insane looking crime scene for one of those shows uh, on the lawn of just a normal Chicago two flat. It was just like walking through the neighborhood, and then it, like you see the film crew first, and then you see the fake cops, and then you see like <laughs> the fake carnage on the lawn. Pretty wild. Uh, Jennifer Morrison was a child model. She was on Sports Illustrated for Kids with Michael Jordan. That's sick. Huh. Yeah, she's a Chicago gal or Chicago suburbs person. She went to Prospect High. She's running tonight's. Wow. Also, apparently, she was like a part of the production team that discovered Glee and brought it to Ryan Murphy. The, the misery she has wrought upon this yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, I, that was the show I was thinking of when watching this. I was like, this is possibly the only thing more like cursed than Glee that was on no, network dude, TV. Glee is era. so much worse than this. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, uh-huh. this was a difficult watch, but, like, I found a way into at least having fun. Glee is, I, I want to hide when Glee is on the television. <laughs> That's fair. There's a lot of second-hand embarrassment with Glee. This show, uh, I was just getting mad at the concept of the person who watches this show. Oh, dude, yeah, the adults that would ever watch this, that aren't us, of course, were exempt uh really I, it's hard it, have you watched this for so the podcast cringe. we get to bully you yeah, even Christ. though we made you do it <laughs> uh, yeah that's true i i know one person who watched one season of this show there's a lot of show to discuss here yeah i know and i want to also we talk about just uh we, we mentioned it, the great casting of jennifer jennifer is it jennifer goodwin jennifer it's jennifer and she goes jennifer. by Je- she it was i was just looking at her page and it was like her given name is jennifer she wanted to differentiate herself from other jennifers yeah, I mean, she has... Uh, oh, 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 no, the reason why is because she's from Memphis, oh. and that is how it's pronounced there. So it is Jennifer. It Jennifer. is Jennifer, because she's yeah. from Memphis. There we go. There's our answer. Uh, yeah, I just think it's great casting with her, and um, 
It was crazy when uh, she kept going bang while talking to Prince Charming, but <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, casting her as the mother of Jennifer Morrison is really good. Yeah. I do think even though they didn't have any chemistry on the show, nope. I think it's very cute that she is married to Josh Dallas and they have two children. Yeah. Uh, we like it when co-stars fall in love. Yes, yeah. What can didn't I say? quite have the Americans feel where, oh, you bring this to the show. Yeah, right. I didn't think this was hot. <laughs> I think it's no. cute that it exists. It's not like I watch the show and then I'm like, I got to smoke a cigarette afterwards. Yeah. yeah. God, the, to be the person that was married to Carrie Russell. Oh. And then to have to see the show, The Americans. Oh. Yeah. Especially because you're like you're, you're married to Carrie Russell, and she's like, I just got this offer. I think the show's really gonna like be my next huge career thing. I think this has great potential. And then you're like, Hell yeah! I'm so excited for you, babe. Like, yeah, let's go. And you watch it, and you're like, This is great. And she's like, So I have some news. God. And, oh. Yeah. Sucks for that guy. Also, he was just like a guy. He was just like yeah, a he was like right. a chef, or was he a Whatever. carpenter? Yeah, some <laughs> shit like oh, that. Yeah, that would. Poor guy. Can we get a Kickstarter going for that guy? Nah, he's doing fine. Yeah, that dude was down horrendous from that happened for sure. And he watched, he's, he's watching the dailies and he's like, fuck, she's going to leave me. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, am, I don't know anything about uh, Lana Perea, uh, Josh Dallas. Uh, There's a lot of Canadian actors on this show. Uh, come on. Sure, yeah. That, Look at show, dude. Extreme <laughs> Canadian energy. Did they film this in Vancouver? Buddy. Of course they did. Yeah, baby. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> the village of Stevenson in the adjacent city of Richmond doubles as Storybrook. Downtown Doesn't Vancouver doubles as New, New York, Boston, and Seattle. And they did. They did go to real Seattle because, like, you're already in. Yeah, you're close Vancouver, enough. So they yeah. filmed the Fremont Troll, which I bet came to life or some shit. Who knows? The series, including its Wonderland spinoff, have explored beyond the main setting to numerous realms based on fa- fairy tales, literature, and folklore. Known realms include Fairy Tale Land, The Land Without Magic, Wonderland, The Dreamscape, The Come Land up Without with something Color, else. The Netherworld, Neverland, Victorian England, a real thing that existed, The Land of Get Oz, Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. Yeah, I know what that is. Asgard, of Oz yeah. 1920s England, The Underworld, which is different than The Netherworld, The Worst Place, Mount Olympus, Land of Untold Stories, 19th Century France. All these next menus were pretty good. I don't know. When I when I think of a fantasy wonderland, I do think of 1820s France. There's nothing that conjures <laughs> with me the images of a fantastical world like the works of Toulouse-Lautrec. Did they go there to find Quasimodo or some shit? They Is should let they Baz Luhrmann uh, redo uh, Once Upon a Time. That's what they should do. Did you I'm see? Sorry, I didn't get to see Elvis. I didn't. Get, I didn't get the chance to see it yet. I saw it. Steven saw it. Let's talk about the plot. 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 Oh, you need me. You need me to tell the story. It's almost like I have the big book that tells all of yes. the stories. Yeah. Give us all hope, Ian. Do you think? Do you ever think that anyone has ever compiled a list of the stories, video games, movies, books, TV shows, etc., that have named a child Hope as a fucking synecdoche or whatever you want to call it? Hope. Hope. <laughs> 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 oh no oh no they did they did that and lost no the originals but maybe lost too <laughs> but we do yeah we um, do get our our favorite australian actor uh steven uh that's definitely like in the show tv tropes is meaningful name page probably yeah yeah fair enough so so we open on a like adventure score. a title card that says well yes yes 
It just says a title card that says Once Upon a Time. And now I'm hooting and hollering. Yeah, they did the thing. Uh, then we have this adventure score and these exciting uh, eighth note strings and people in British with British accents and their like ornate coats. And I'm like, this is my least favorite genre of thing. I have absolutely zero tolerance for it. If something got looks our, like got it's... got our five nine dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> Like, from the get-go, I thought I was going to hate this a lot more than I actually ended up hating it. Because I I cannot stand the, like, fantasy adventure genre as a thing. Elements of the Fantastic only work on Matt if they're in the horror realm. Yes, 100%. If, if this felt, if this, when I say this had Protestant vibes, it just had this, like, weird posy energy that, I don't know, <laughs> throws me off. It's youth faster astro. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't believe. I can't believe. I can't believe the fairy tale had a positive energy and it wasn't like you know what's fucked up fairy tales. Yeah, I mean, I don't want. I I don't want a fucking gritty show either. But just be normal. There's there's there is. It's in okay. We'll cover space. we'll cover grim eventually, yeah. and then we can have oh. that. Which ran concurrently with this, and is what a fairy tale character is, but a police procedural. <laughs> that sounds I'm like so it's tired. more fun. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so tired. Prince Charming rides to the rescues of Snow White, who's comatose after eating a poisoned apple given to her by the evil queen. We do see, as Travis said, Dumb five. Move. Yeah. We, what, eating an apple? Yeah, we know you eating probably don't. Apple. E- yeah, I like apples. <laughs> Travis out don't here getting really it. defensive about apples. Okay. They do make my So I'm going to ask a like. question here. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is an issue with them. And I am usually hungrier after eating them than before because they're like so few calories. I, I get guess. peanut butter on them. I guess you don't like apples, bro. <laughs> don't, not one that a witch offered me. Pretty easy to not get tricked into eating a poison apple, if you ask me. Uh, nah, I would fall for it so easily. That's, that's, I know this about myself. I'd just be like, oh, I'll sneak a bite. So she's, so she's in a coma. This guy comes up. No, she's dead. She's dead. And, and there's the seven dwarfs. And the only one of them that I recognized was that one guy who was in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was it was one of the you know the two guys that were on like the pirate ship. Oh, that yeah, the guy with the glass eye and the short guy. I do know. I do know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he was the main dwarf. I don't know which one that was. I'm gonna go with Doc. I think was the main one. Yeah, but I don't think that guy was Doc. I'm saying the main like the I'm saying there was oh the dwarf that had the biggest role in this show isn't the one that I would say is doc coded because there was yeah. another dwarf with glasses. <laughs> doc coded. <laughs> He's doc coded. Doc's the most really? queer coded of all of them. I mean, That's Doc's the got the slutty glasses, right? There's a, there's, a, there's a couple of queer coded dwarves, I think. I, th- I kind of think Sleepy's a bit queer coded. He's like a twink. <laughs> is that homophobic? Is that homophobic? <laughs> Saying Sleepy's a twink. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of all are. I don't think so. Uh, hey, here's here's a question actually pertinent to the plot. Um, you know how he's like, I'll always find you, and then later they're like, I thought it'd be bad with the glass case. Does this imply that like they're living on a loop? Like that he has to go and kiss her awake a lot? She's always eating apples. That yeah, like come on, start looking out a little She's bit more. What are you doing? It. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't draw that conclusion, but I could. I could believe that, like in like season five, it reveals that they just keep uh, dealing with the cycle over and over yeah, and over like, again. It feels like because it's written down like uh, the story that maybe they're on a time loop. I don't know. Well, having seen the final episode of Once Upon a Time, <laughs> I would believe almost anything happened between the two episodes. 
<laughs> if if season four they were like, this is the finale, we're gonna do the end of we're gonna do the Felicity ending, and then they got back came back for more show, I'd be like, yeah, uh huh, makes sense to me. Uh, they uh, but yeah, you know, uh, hey, you know, Prince Charming, he does the thing, he kisses Snow White, she wakes up, everyone goes home happy. Curse is broken. We cheer. We clap. Movie over. This is this is big Disney animated sequels territory of just the like. Mm-hmm. You remember that happy ending? Well, turns out it wasn't so happy. And then the third one of those. <laughs> Every Disney movie is actually The Graduate. Yeah, and then they, and then the third one of those are like, fuck. We already did the like. It's hard to keep being in love afterwards. Now we got to do the whole like. I guess uh, fucking I don't know time travel, and that's what happened with this show. Prince Charming and Snow White open a joint bank account. And <laughs> the guy who plays the uh, lead dwarf uh, was yes. in the Alf movie that we didn't watch. That was actually like the end of Alf, so he would be an all-star. Of course, the doc-coded one is Jewish. <laughs> Everyone in Alf is Jewish joke. Um, this is This is roughly when I was like, you know what? I watched Game of Thrones and I was like, it's weird that they're like, these people need to have English accents. It's not like this is work even by an Englishman. And then I watched this and I was like, all of these characters need English accents. I'm sorry. I just can't believe. I can't buy somebody, like a guy, like looking at an evil witch and saying in like clear, fucking neutral, Midwestern sounding English, you know, that they'll get revenge. I'm like, ooh, I'm out. I'm out. They should all have Pittsburgh accents. Would you demonstrate that for me? Uh, it's a tough one. Like, you didn't see the witch over there. I don't that was, know, a, like that, that was a bit Boomhauer, but uh, yes, you didn't see the ding dang old. Don't even see you want to go. Snow White needs kiss. Snow White needs kiss. Dang dang old. Dang old. Dang old. But yeah, on the wedding day, Snow White and Prince Charming are there, and then suddenly, oh, the evil queen arrives, and she's like, hey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a curse. And you're like, this is Maleficent. And they're like, no, 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 no. Don't worry. We, we got, we got to save Maleficent for later. Well, the thing is, but Maleficent, I am going to arrive on a wedding day. Maleficent was not in Snow White. That was not no. Maleficent. She's the no, Sleeping but, Beauty enemy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, what I'm just saying is, the it's enemy, the yes. arriving on the wedding day and placing a curse on the like on everyone that involves the child is literally how Maleficent starts Sleeping Beauty. So you're like, oh. Oh wait, no, no, no! They're saving, they're saving Maleficent because you know at this point she is with Pete, and they are accruing an army of the Heartless, you know, getting ready for their own attack. But uh, yeah, she's like, oh, you know, I will unleash a curse, and I will be the only one happy. And uh, Snow White now is pregnant, and she's deeply worried about the curse. So she does. If uh, I were the pregnant, only I, would, thing- I would probably be worried about the curse. Like I'd be thinking about the future. I'd think, oh, there's this curse that's coming. I'm I'm supposed to be bringing a new life into this cursed yeah. world. There's only one person I could talk to to find out more. Him. That's right. The Joker. Rumpelstiltskin. The, 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 <laughs> the villain from Powerpuff Girls. It's wild that they picked Rumpelstiltskin to be the Joker of this because they kept having to say Rumpelstiltskin or yeah, Rumpel. They stopped saying Rumpelstiltskin all the way through because <laughs> I. I don't even know. It's like, too scary. It doesn't sound menacing to say Rumple. What is Rumple still skin's deal I even? I don't okay. remember like, what okay. right. like, can you I say tell, his name can three I tell times. You in the, like, can I tell you here? So here's what happened, right? There's a king, and the king was like, it was like, I'm, I'm going to murder this woman. And then 
the parents of the woman were like, no, she's very valuable. She can spin gold with thread. And he was like, fine. If she can do that, I'll marry her. But if she can't, then I'm going to behead her. And then her, and then she was there and they locked her in a building. And then she's like, I can't fucking do that. And then Rumpelstiltskin was like, I can. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, he was like, if you give me your necklace, uh, I'll do it. And then, and then she's like, fine deal. And then there's like, wow, she did it, but I'm going to make her do it more. And then it was like, give me your ring. And then that happened. Uh, and then the third time, because everything has to happen three times, uh, he was like, you must give me the most valuable thing that you have, the the next kid that you have. And then uh, and then he does it, and he does it, and then he's like, All right, you have to give the kid unless you can guess my name. And then what happened is I read this because I, cause I, cause I watched this show. Uh, and then <laughs> I need a Rumpelstiltskin refresher. Yeah. It's been too long. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the next thing that happens, which is the fun part is, is like, okay, well you have to give me your firstborn kid unless you can guess my name within three days. And he, no one was ever going to guess Rumpelstiltskin because it's a weird fucking name. And, uh, and then like the way that it goes is he's sitting, he's sitting in, he's sitting in a cabin in the woods, like outside a cabin in the woods. No, he's just like fucking dancing around in the woods, singing a song about himself being like, ha ha ha. He, 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 no one will, uh, you know, I'm going to get this child for me because my name's Rumpelstiltskin and she'll never guess it. Just singing out loud. <laughs> tonight, tonight, to my plans I make tomorrow, tomorrow, the baby I take, the queen will never win the game wow. for Rumpelstiltskin is my name. Right. Right, so he sings a fucking song. I like, the, it's, I like that he's a German fairy tale, and you've made him Irish in every. Like, they every, made him Irish. He he's, he's Irish coded. Yeah. Uh, no, they made him Scottish. Oh, they, yeah, you're right. They no, they made him Scottish coded. But yeah, you're, they made you're him doing coded. full uh, early edition. I'm doing early edition. I know. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing early edition shit for sure. He's Riley O'Reilly. Do you want to hear about uh, how they find out Rumpelstiltskin's name? In the adaptation that introduced me to Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> sure. It's in Muppet Classic Theater where Gonzo plays Rumpelstiltskin and they're like, you got to guess my name. And then Miss Piggy grabs him and checks his shirt collar where <laughs> his name was written in there by his mother. And it's like, says it right here, Rumpelstiltskin. That's classic. <laughs> and classic uh, I just had to double check and figure out where that was from because as Steven was saying all this, I was like, yeah, isn't it just like written on his clothes? And then you're like, he sings a song. And I was like... Okay, what yes. did uh, what taught me? <laughs> the, it's always the, the story of Rumpelstiltskin. So, Rumpel is in jail uh, for. I just want to. I just want to read this thing from from Rumpelstiltskin's Wikipedia page because it mentions uh, that's, that's ensemble be media. Rumpelstiltskin.fandom.wikia. I assume. In the American Advantage Adventure Drama Series, Once Upon a Time, Rumpelstiltskin's one of the integral characters played by Robert Carlyle. In the Enchanted Forest, Rumpelstiltskin was a cowardly peasant who ascended to power by killing the Dark One, in quotes, but he, and he gaining later his dark magic dark to protect one. his son, Balefire. However, the darkness causes him to grow increasingly twisted and violent, committing such evil acts as killing Bay's mother and cutting off Captain Hook's hand. With the help of the Blue Fairy, Bay finds himself... Wait. Was he oh. called Captain Hook before he had a hook for a hand? <laughs> no, I think he was. I think he had a different name. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin cut it off, and they're like, "You're Captain yeah, Hook." Just like they did that. He's like, "Oh, I guess I had it coming." Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he travels to a world without magic to eliminate his father's curse, to which Rumpel hesitantly agrees. However, in a moment of weakness, Rumpelstiltskin allows 
Bay to fall through without him. Instantly regretting this, Rumpelstiltskin orchestrates a complex, decades-long series of events to find his son, manipulating the evil queen into cursing the land by transporting everyone to Earth and wiping their memories to achieve her happy ending. Yeah. And implementing a failsafe in the form of the savior, Emma Swan, the daughter of Snow White and Prince Charming, and using this magic extracted from a union of true love to restore his memories and bring magic to Earth in order to locate Bay while maintaining his powers. During this process and through the series, he wrestles with the conflict between his dark nature and the call to do the right thing and the ramifications affecting his true love with Belle. I watched two episodes of this show, including the finale, and only the very end of that sentence, of that Is whole thing was picked up on. not on this show ever? It's uh, just Belle. I guess he's the beast. No, he's Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, what if in Beauty of the Beast, Beauty of the Beast was just a fucked up little guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, don't, don't be mean to me. It's, today's my birthday. Just like, just like a dude with like really horrible, like dark makeup who hung b- upside Gaston's down. Just Gaston's friend, like yeah, slash obsessive oh, fan. Oh yeah, that guy. If he was a beast, <laughs> was like, also no I, I need to stress again. Fights like Gaston. <laughs> no, he can't see. We're gonna get cut off. <laughs> it's <laughs> Jesus Christ, the most litigious company in the world other than Nintendo, and you just got to keep using their copyright. Um, also, again, I need to stress this enough. Everything that that said on that Wikipedia page for Rumpelstiltskin, it did not even mention that he is the son of Peter Pan in this television show, which is another thing I learned from reading this Isn't Peter Pan a child forever? <laughs> apparently, A child no? who fucks in this show, apparently. No. What a brave question. You know, they haven't, you know, in all of the various weird Peter Pan interpretations they've done, including that one where they all sing like Smells Like Teen, smells spirit. Like teen spirit or whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> Matt, I got a movie for Matt, you to watch. Here, yeah, go YouTube Pan Smells Like Teen Spirit. Just go Dude, oh, now, watch, watch it right whoa, now. Whoa, take whoa, take a couple minutes. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. No, I've Steve. seen this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we haven't <laughs> had the bold question of what if Peter Pan fucked, I think. But maybe, maybe I missed that one. But I bet, I I mean, bet Alan Moore was involved. Or Alan Moore. That's why we said this the same thing. This show is just fanfiction to me. Like this is this all, show is Kingdom Hearts, Travis. Yeah, it's all. It might as well have Obama chuckling and saying, "You mean the Chaos Emeralds?" <laughs> it's just. Uh, Rumpelstiltskin, while in prison, issues a prophecy that the Queen's curse will take them someplace terrible where there are no happy endings. AKA uh, America. Like, yeah, early twentieth, twenty first century, uh, the United States. I mean, it is Maine. It's like, I wonder if they're like close to where all the Stephen King stuff is happening. But he's like, listen, it's all going to be okay. Uh, your unborn daughter, Emma, when she is 28 years old, will return and she will save the day. I wanted to see how old Jennifer Morrison was. but she, her, her age is not listed, yeah. What but, the uh, fuck? I looked that up earlier. Good for her. Is this legal? Good for her. Uh, Jennifer Morrison, age. Okay, Google born it, in 79. So she's a year younger than Jennifer Goodwin. Okay. So if she was born... Jennifer Goodwin in... looks like a damn child in this. She's kind of... Uh, that's kind of her look. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, she will uh, become so an As You Know All-Star. She'll become an As You Know All-Star when we do Big Love. Sure. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> All right, show. She's on watch. So now do we then go to Boston and we see... A, we well, so the way the way that this re- uh, recap does it, because I could either give you the way too long recap or the more succinct one on Wikipedia, it just goes through... Um, Wikipedia one is long itself. Yeah. I know it said that Emma's day job is bail bondsman and bounty hunter. Yeah, no, I just was going to say the... the uh, <laughs> of course. The recap on uh, the fandom wiki is so long and also includes a section for deleted scenes. 
So I'm going to stick to the the Wikipedia one, which goes, uh, it breaks it down by... By realm. By realm. <laughs> and location. But yeah, so uh, yeah, there, he's just like, your unborn daughter will save the day. And so using the advice of the blue fairy, who shows up with a giant tree... I'm sorry, I missed apparently her, you know, tremendous rack. <laughs> you guys all couldn't <laughs> shut up about it. I was looking at the big tree with her. I guess you guys <laughs> You guys were more focused on the other big things that came into the room. Uh, were you more interested in the Erd tree than Fia? Uh. What a weird question. What a weird way to shoehorn uh, Elden Ring for like the 17th consecutive episode <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, she uh, she arrives and she's like, listen, we got this tr- magic tree. It can protect one person. If we fashion it into something useful. And then Geppetto's like, me and my son, we'll make it into a wardrobe. And I'm like, what? That was one of the most racist things take- I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> It'd take a one person to Boston, a bean town. We love a, we love a Bob Cousy, ah, Tom Brady. <laughs> they, they will grow up on these people as their <laughs> fantasy heroes. Yeah. Uh, a unbelievably shakes, racist an shit. Big Poppy. We love David Ortiz. Uh, <laughs> the Dropkick Murphys. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> The Saturdays, they are for the boys, as they say. And we will send her through to a realm. Your daughter will grow up to be a smoke show. <laughs> Fucking Tony Amendola just out there shilling for Barstool. They're like, who's this targeted for? <laughs> Bill Simmons. I, mean, it makes sense uh, I assume he's Danny Amendola's baby, dad. So she read good. Bill Simmons. She grow up on Bill Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> She will be a sports girl. This should be like a thousand percent more Boston than it is. That would be fucking amazing. This is like Manchester by the sea, but also it's they're all fairy tale creatures. Yeah, if you had Casey Affleck looking at like one of them and he's being like, I can't fuck, I can't beat this. Whatever this is, I can't beat it. But in this world, yeah, he's fucking Pinocchio. Emma should have grown up with the thickest fucking this. This show would be yeah. way funnier if Emma had the thickest Boston accent you've ever heard. Like it was just like everybody I mean, else. Jennifer Morrison had, had to like, do it as a Chicagoan too. <laughs> or at least the other thing you could do is after being cursed to live in Maine forever, they all have Maine accents, which is the weirdest. <laughs> that accent is a in America. fucked up accent. <laughs> it's not the weirdest accent in America, but it's up there. Is it? What's the weirdest accent in America, Mister Mister? Some like Louisiana, some very bro. specific Louisiana. Yeah, bro. Ones. Yeah, bro. Some Have Cajun, you heard? Some Cajun. Yeah. So yeah, Henry's got the book. He's on a bus to Boston. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We we'll go through this story by realm, Travis. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> We're not doing the the anachronic. Uh, no, they're going to fashion a fucking wardrobe from this magical tree and they're going to put the pregnant woman in there and it's not going to be a problem because this show argues that life does not begin at conception. That's only one life in there. Yeah. And uh, then she goes into labor at the most inopportune time as the dark forces arrive, which appear so to be do we get a two bingo board? single night uh, Riders. Do we get to mark anything on our bingo board here or does it have to be in the finale? I it's got to be the finale. Yeah. Um, uh, so but no, so, pilots, whatever. Oof, so, uh... The, the uh, the curse arrives. It's yeah. It's two night cavalrymen showing up. 
Uh, and they're like, we got to put her in there. And they're like, no, it's not going to work. Can we take one? And she's like, we were going to put the baby in there. And he's like, are you kidding me? We're going to put our newborn that's currently being played by this four-month-old child mm-hmm. in there? She's not going to make it. And it's like, you got to have faith. You and have then the faith. one really that's cool, the one belief, the one cool the idea in this episode, it doesn't work in execution, but the idea of someone carrying their child while also sword fighting two dudes that's, is yeah, pretty, pretty sick. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Is this the only show that's ever done that? Like, it is. There have definitely been other things, but it's a thing. I'm like, I should see this more. This is fucking sick. Yeah, it's I'd a be cool very idea. worried about, uh, you know, reflexively using the baby like I a would shield. a shield. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be a good bit in like a certain Something kind of comedy. Hand. Like a Mo- yeah, Monty a Python spoof. would yeah. do that, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. carry the baby. It's how, it's and how then... Dewey Cox's brother died. <laughs> <laughs> AKA the wrong kid. Wrong kid died. But yeah, so he he fights through and he puts her in the the thing and they're like, ah, she's gone. You know, he gets stabbed and you're like, fuck, wow, they killed Prince Charming. You know, however will we live? What what are we going to do without Josh? Dallas. Dallas. I don't, I wanted to say Charles, like each moment of that. And I was like, no, it's not Josh Charles. But yeah, so they, uh, they get her through to the other side and she arrives, yeah, on the street in Boston. And she's just like, oh, we're all the curse. Then, like, destroys like, wow. them. Like, we're going I guess somewhere I didn't horrible. Escape the curse. <laughs> it it's a miracle that the show isn't set in Ohio. For the we're going somewhere yeah, horrible. Yeah, Ohio, Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cleveland. Like that's such an easy fucking version. Or Detroit, even for that as well. Yeah. Detroit, the Midwest. Any of those. But now they're in um, very clearly New England. Wink. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this is where you see in present day Boston wink uh uh Emma Swan uh go on a date where it's then revealed that she's a bounty hunter slash bail bondsman. <laughs> <laughs> Which sure. Of course. Just the phrase be I'm a bounty hunter is such a funny like I understand it doesn't mean you're like Boba Fett or Samus Aran or like you're just like, do you know who um, aren't yeah. bounty hunters? Both of those people yeah. in practice. Do, do you know the story with them making Samus a bounty hunter? It's just an excuse to have her be on a different planet. Every no, no, it wasn't even that. They just thought that that was a cool sounding title. And somebody oh, was yeah, like, yeah, I have heard we're going to make a game where she's going to like hunt down bounties. And they're like, what? And they're like, that's what a bounty hunter does. And they're like, wait, those are real? <laughs> what? Guys, I got. I, all right. If you want a little insight into my process of how I pick shows. For this podcast, uh, I'm currently on the Wikipedia page for Dog and Beth on the Hunt. It's <laughs> just a spinoff okay. from Dog not the Bounty even, Hunter. Not even the classic Dog the Bounty Hunter. It ran for three seasons. Dog and Beth on the Hunt. On what channel? Uh, CMT. <laughs> What's that? God damn it. CMT again. Fucking fuck. <laughs> okay, but what was the spinoff? What was the difference between Dog and Dog the dog the bounty hunter dog in bed. Um I think it's probably just the dog the bounty hunter got canceled and then they're like, let's keep it going, but we'll call it a different thing. Well, Be- of well and, and but it featured Beth more prominently. Be- Beth Chapman, dog's wife. <laughs> <laughs> why did that hurt to hear? Why why did that like Oh. So yeah, I um she she goes back. She's got a birthday. She's got a she's uh a former bail. She's got bondsman. this guy. Yeah, this 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 bail bondsman. She's she's got the guy. 
Uh, he says she knows nothing about family, so she like throws his head into the the car or whatever and knocks him out, and then goes home and pulls out her can or her cupcake with a single candle to blow it out. The fucking chill that went down my spine seeing Matt move the microphone away from his m- mouth and say "Wow" very clearly <laughs> while continuing to read the Wikipedia page for Dog and Beth or whatever. <laughs> Jesus. So at this point, I'm, I'm sweating I'm, bullets I'm over like here. Three pages past it, guys. <laughs> yeah, so um, right after she blows out the candle and apparently makes the wish that she wasn't alone on her birthday, uh, uh, Bobby Draper appears. And it's like, I'm your son. And she does something incredibly stupid where she opens the door and then looks straight forward like a fucking <laughs> video game NPC and then looks down when she's like, oh, there's a child here. I was like, you would have fucking noticed the child when you opened the goddamn door. I have no peripheral vision at all. <laughs> just... She leans she leans out, leans out over him and just looks both directions down the hallway like her torso about to hit him in the head. Yeah, I'm not a nitpicky guy like that, but she should have had to say, sorry, I was born with that yeah, peripheral vision. Do you guys want to... So, uh, segments segments that we should have since segments that we should have a noise for since I am the resident I'm the resident dits of the podcast uh, I think one of them should be Steven didn't know how this thing works and found out because of this stupid show okay do you you guys knew how bail worked before this right and how bail bondsmen were involved honestly no I okay because I didn't know anything about bail bondsmen kind of okay all right so I've maybe I'm not that maybe I'm not that because because no, I, I don't think this is you I think you're fine yeah yeah this is this is one of those things where the only reason I know anything about bail bondsmen is because there are many bail bondsmen downtown and mm. I biked by them enough that I was like I'm gonna see what the deal is and then have read up that's literally the only Not reason. you walked in and you were just like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, what's up here? <laughs> what's going on? That's how, that's how I learn about everything I don't know. I just walk into various establishments and I'm like, so what's your deal? I live life like I'm an RPG I character. Say, extreme, and I just like walk Extreme in. RPG like Pokemon, protagonist. Yeah. Like, walk into their house and just be like, what do you do? What interesting thing do you have to say? Um, I, 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 yeah, former guest of the podcast, Ali Distolfo, was like, hey... I'm I'm jumping some bonds. I'm jumping some bail. Well, yeah, she explained it pretty well to me, and and I, and I guess I guess none of us have ever been to jail, but it does seem kind of fucked up how it works. But apparently, if you what the American carceral state seems quote fucked up. Well, well, it's it's this is less the carceral state and more the way that people have capitalized on the carceral state to gain money in capitalism. Am I going insane? Is it not carceral? I always thought it was carceral. It's Maybe it is. Okay. The, the, carc- the carcinogen okay. state um, is bad, but yeah, it apparently that's why we're that's why we're removing ninety five percent of nicotine in cigarettes. So I it was I, I felt bad that I wasn't smart enough to understand the plot of this show, like this show. I was like, I'm not smart enough to understand this show <laughs> I'm because sure well, you understood the show. Well. I didn't understand the finale. The, no, no one yeah, understood the finale. I meant no. the intro. Um, but, but, but like, I had to figure out, like, okay, so they, so they lend you money to post bail, and then if you, if you skip your trial, then you don't get the money back from the government for your bail. I didn't know that you ever got bail back. I thought when you paid bail, that was like, that was like okay. 
you're paying money to leave jail until your trial, so only rich people can do it. When what it That's what when I it what well. it really is is you get the money back when you show up for your trial, or at least some of it. Huh. It's like a deposit. No one knew that. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I did not know that. It's I knew that I knew that, no I knew you got the money back. I'm sorry, I was letting you speak. Yeah, no, that's wild. I can't believe that I didn't know that. It feels insane that I didn't. Know I that. think with you having a lawyer dad, that's the uh, it's cr- like, like he, if that. he's listening to this podcast, he is sobbing uh, into his hands <laughs> uh, with he's joy distraught. because of with, well with joy because of oh, how joy. far right. how far away I was from the life that he led. I can't let him live the life. <laughs> I want a better life for my son. I got to put him in a magic wardrobe so he goes to Maine (laughs) (laughs) or Massachusetts, whatever. Uh, Could you imagine Steven with a Boston accent? Moving to Ireland, but getting a Boston accent. That would be very funny. Uh, Steven's probably a true plastic patty. (laughs) What if if I did a bit? What if I got such a good Boston accent when I was, you know, I was here and I was just trying to be from Boston or whatever. I don't know. Long Island. I don't know any difference. Uh, and I went and I went back. You're to, turning into uh, every D and D NPC you ever voiced. Fair enough. Uh, that's not true. Uh, usually, I'm like, "Hey, it's me, the D and D NPC." No, that's not true. Anyway, thank you, Ian. Uh, what if if it would be a very good bit if I went back to Cleveland and was like speaking with a really good Boston accent and just telling everyone that that's how people speak in Ireland. That would <laughs> just like actually be a tremendous <laughs> bit. Yeah, you come down here and like, everyone's like, "Yeah, this is just how people Steven talk." Get up. <laughs> Does Steven get a Boston accent? What the fuck? And he's like, oh, yeah, the Irish accent you hear on TV, that's fucking shit. Yeah, in, in Guys, Dublin, we have this so is much how we time to get to. We've been recording for uh, an uh, hour 45. Yeah, so uh, uh, Henry's just like, hey, you're my mom. And she's like, whoa, ho, 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 easy there, boy. And then he's like, did you give up a baby 10 years ago? And she's like, well, I guess you are my child because that yeah, is the thing I did. Yeah, she made it sound like she's never had a child before. Yeah. <laughs> like... I guess I did do that. Oh, I guess, yeah. I, huh. I guess that was that a year was, of my that life. That was the stupidest thing about this show, where she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he was like, 10 years ago, you didn't give up a baby? And then she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> do you know uh, the actor that played the father? No. Michael Raymond James, who we would know. I know that name. Is, uh, he was on True Blood, oh. the guy who's the murderer in the first season. Mm. Yeah. The vampire murderer. The one who's fucking people. The one who's having sex tapes where he's fucking people and going. No, no, no. That, that's no, who they think him. it is. He's the he's the guy. He's, <laughs> it's, he's a human. He wasn't a vampire. He's the guy who has the thick Cajun accent while working there. Yeah, yeah. On oh, the construction yeah. one. And then it's yes. revealed that that accent's fake as well. Renee yes. is his name. There yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was Michael also Raymond on James Stadium. He was on Terriers, a show that maybe one day Travis would watch. Uh, so uh, she's like. Well, um, we got to get you. I, I'm calling the police. And he's like, no, you just have to take me home to to, to Storybrooke. But I need your help. Everyone there's a fairy tale. She's like, In oh, no, my biological child is crazy. It's New England. They're all next yeah, to Drive me to Maine. There's people that live in Maine that work in Boston, I'm pretty sure. At the very know. least, there's people that live in I New Hampshire. Stephen, Boston to Portland, Maine is an hour and 43 minutes by car. Yeah, New England's crazy. It's tiny. That's closer. That's closer to. That's closer to to some there than like me to Cleveland. You're right. Okay, you win, everybody. Are you happy? You thrilled? Yes, I I'm overjoyed. Anyway, they go to Maine. They go to Maine. Yeah, they they arrive in uh, they arrive in Storybrooke, and um, Henry is like, everyone's a fairy tale character. There's a curse. We have no memories. The clock doesn't work. 
And she's like, oh boy, you're crazy. And then she meets his, her therapist, or his therapist is just out walking a dog, you know, and she's just like, wait, what's going on? And then he's just like, that's my therapist. He used to be Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> she's just like, I need to get out of here. But then he should, what, if she had also learned that that, uh, that therapist was also Caden Alenko, then she'd be like, I especially have to get out of here. <laughs> Did you catch that, Stephen? Yeah, the actor of Jiminy Cricket was the voice actor of Caden Alenko. What from, game is that? Uh, that's from Mass Effect. Well, you Effect. would fucking know if you finally played Mass Effect after all the years of us telling you to play Mass I Effect. I played a few hours of Mass Effect, and I was so, like, this isn't really for me. So you probably had to deal with Caden Alenko. He's the guy. He's really uh, He's the male super teammate. Early. He's super boring, and he's the one that if you talk to him more than twice, he's just like, Commander, I'm in love with you. And you're like, bro, I just was like, <laughs> hello. Fucking ease up. Jesus. Yeah, He's Philip Seymour Hoffman in Boogie Nights. Yeah, I don't want Philip Seymour Hoffman in Boogie Nights as a party member. I want Philip Seymour Hoffman in Hard Eight as a party member. Happy birthday, Paul Thomas Anderson. This is how you're able to date when we recorded this. But yeah, he's like, oh, there's my teacher. She's Snow White. Everyone here is frozen and we can't leave. But you're going to break the curse. And and uh, she's like, let me get you home to your mother who is, oh, what a surprise. The evil queen. Honestly, great as, this, as an evil lady. I like how evil she is. Yeah. It's great. She goes rap mode later in this episode, and it is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, it wasn't clear to people when watching this that she retained the memories of everyone being in the fantasy world, which is insane because it's very clear from the moment this person arrived that she remembers everything. I disagree. Mm -hmm. Did you notice the address that they live at? Uh, Was it 813? 813. Or, 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 close. Uh, no, close. Uh, 815. 1738. 108. 108. Yeah, okay. What's the lost number? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. You'd have to watch. Lost stuff. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if instead of us picking Lost, we just find a way to bully Travis to watching all of Lost when he's in <laughs> watch Seattle? Lost. It's great. It's very fun. You yeah, could probably, fun. you could like skim just... the last season, like, you know, watch it in two days. It's, it's never appealed to me. But yeah, so they, um, she she returns to the to the mother, and uh, she's like, yeah, she's like, do you want to have the best apple cider you ever had? And she's like, can I just get like a fucking whiskey? <laughs> and then she probably pours her like uh, apple jack or whatever. She, it's the fucking the the Margaret Martindale shit from Justified. Yeah, she yeah, <laughs> yes. It was in the glass. It was in the it was in the glass. But yeah, and they they chat, and she's just like. The woman is immediately like, well, you should get out of my house. Remember, you uh, never wanted anything to do with this child. It's a closed adoption. Uh, she's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he found he found me. So uh, glad he's home safe. I'm, I'm going to head out. I'm going to get well, out of here. Is this before or after they meet Snow White? As a, that is after. Because she crashes the car okay, first. Okay, the car comes back. And then they do that yeah, because she sees a wolf on the road. And I don't know. I guess the wolf is probably Jamie Dornan, who's it's there. It's Balto. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, because Jamie Dornan is there and he's just like the sheriff of Stony Brook and they don't even do anything about the fact that he has a North Irish accent. <laughs> of Story Brook, not Stony Brook. Sorry, this sorry. It's not Long Island. Yeah, I just keep <laughs> thinking that that's what it's... That's way better. Story. Go see yeah. wolves. Um, uh, oh, fuck it. God damn it, Travis. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Travis. Travis, where was Deep Purple? Huh? 22. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, so she get there. She gets she, thrown in the drunk tank for. She crashes her vintage uh, Volkswagen Beetle, 
uh, which I do not understand how she is driving this thing in fucking New England, this yeah. 60s something car that would definitely be rusted through after one winter in New England, but... She has a garage and doesn't take it out much in the winter. That's Except she she has to drive everywhere to hunt down these ba- these people jump a bale. Yeah, she's like, I'll let you, if you let me out of here, I'll help you figure out what happened to the kid. Because, yeah, they're like, you were drunk. And she's like, no, there was a wolf. Also, why didn't you register? Uh, if they didn't give her uh, a breathalyzer, then there's no legal standing. And she just needs to shut the fuck up. It's shut the fuck up Friday, uh, Emma. But, but uh, this leads to one of my favorite fictional URLs of all time. Uh, they figure out that the kid used his teacher's credit card to go to whosyourmama.org. <laughs> it's, it's who's EA mama. And then it just org. tells you who your mom is. Don't go there. Just don't go to the website. You're going to get so much spyware. <laughs> it's a .org. It's fine. Yeah, that's how that works. It's legit. I guess you just put his name in there and they're like, your mom's Emma Swan. She lives in Boston. Yeah, this is like the website from the. This is the website from the TV show. Um, I mean, not TV show from the movie. Uh, fuck. Oh God, abduction. It's the one with um, Jacob from um, Twilight, and he's the kid who learns that his parent, like maybe, was like stolen as a child, and then it becomes a spy thriller. Sure. It's all right. Everyone forgot it. I vaguely remember there was a movie where Lautner uh, was a spy. Um, yeah. But yeah, so. Uh, so yeah, they, they talk with Mary Margaret, the the teacher, uh, who is Snow White, and she's just like, oh, yeah, well, like all adopted children, Henry just feels a deep emptiness within him that could never, that could only be filled by his birth mother. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, I said all of that to you. That was hilarious. The birth mother, it's and so she's just fucking like, funny. The birth mother, who is my daughter, but she isn't. Yeah, I can't believe that this child is my grandson. Late in the finale, when they ripped the masks off, and was like, "It's us, your grandparents." That was a moment where I had to pause and walk away for a second and just be like, "Oh boy!" It was so. It was really fun in the finale, being like, "I'm your dad. I'm your grandpa. I'm your son," and everyone's the same age. It's just like, it's like, yeah, yeah, t- I get it. Yeah, time travel or whatever, fucking whatever. But yeah, so uh, she's like, "Oh yeah, he's at his ca- castle." So. She finds him at a wooden jungle gym that uh, conveniently looks like his grandfather's castle. And they talk and she's like, well, I guess I'm going to stay in Storybrooke for a week after uh, Regina's like, I never want to see you again, you scum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she goes yeah, insane. She's like, thanks for bringing my for child no back. Reason. Yeah. Like, you could just be like, thanks for bringing my child back. Idea. You piece of shit. You piece of fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not being suspicious by being this over the fucking top at you. I'm not an evil witch. I'm just a mother. Um, I'm the mother who stepped up. (laughs) I'm the mother who adopted all of these problems. (laughs) So uh, so she goes to a B and B that's run by Red Riding Hood and her grandma. Again, grandma's like, "We're gonna sleep your way up and down the eastern seaboard." (laughs) Wild. It's like a wild like from like this. yeah we previously saw her knitting in the war meeting and now it's just like listen you ho get out of here <laughs> and then fucking it's like what the hell fucking rumple just appears behind her while she's signing the book if you're it's ever Mr. anywhere Gold. if you are ever anywhere and a scottish man in a suit appears and is handed a stack of bills leave just leave you could always walk out yeah 
You do not want the trouble that is coming, especially if that guy is Robert Carlyle. Yeah, if Robert Carlyle absolutely. appears and is like, lovely name, you'll be like, I, uh, Rich just realized, I forgot a bag in the car, and then you get back into the car, and you keep driving until you run out of gas. And in this realm, he's named Mr. Gold, and he, like, runs a pawn shop Mr. Gold! Uh. Emma. What a good name, Emma. I'm not incredibly evil. <laughs> I'm a normal man saying your name a few times, Emma. Emma. <laughs> Emma what? Emma Swan. Emma. I will remember this. For I, Mr. Gold, most assuredly not Rumpelstiltskin, the figure of law. Just the, the moment she's like, oh, who's that? Oh, it's Mr. Gold. He owns the place. Oh, the, the, the bed and breakfast? No, the whole town. You're just like, why are you talking like this? Uh, I'm used to that. It's Hiram Lodge shit. He's got the cops on the payroll. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, um, uh, um, Snow White goes to the hospital where uh, she volunteers. And, oh, there's a man in a coma and it's Prince Charming. Whoa. And then Henry watches the clock move for the first time in his life. And he's like, the curse is weakening. We're all trapped. Yeah, that's the thing. They were all trapped in their prison was time, but their prison was actually capitalism. Uh, now, well, their new prison is shame. Of course. Their new prison is shame! Uh, I'm sorry that I made you guys watch as much uh, Once Upon a Time as I did. I would not watch more, nope. but we had no. to. No. I hated this show. I hate everyone who must have liked the yep. show. I was like, only really annoying yep. people. The must most have theater this. kid no shit in the world. Like just, it's, no, just seems, seems it's awful. It's so bad. An awful experience. Down Which there is Californication. Yeah, this one's quite low for me. I'm just like, I hate this. I get Matt's, I get Matt's thing now. I really feel powerful in this moment. <laughs> like it's, there's a strength to it. There's a certain wonderfulness to, the, to this. It's a good tonic making you guys suffer. Uh, OP, okay, dude. <laughs> already leaving Storybrooke, or May 18th, 2018. Already off the bat, I am like, wait a minute. This is a question that I will immediately have. Because it's this opening sequence. The leaving storybook city lines, uh, city limits sign is displayed. The Seattle scenery is not featured. So wait. <laughs> <laughs> they really hammered home that the previous season, there was a bunch of Seattle yeah. stuff. They soft rebooted uh, for the last season, apparently. Did, no. they, did they do it because, uh, because Dr. Cameron left? you think she left and jennifer goodwin left and a bunch of other people it was it was like the only people they kept on were like the wicked witch or not the wicked witch the uh, uh well they did keep on the wicked witch that's the witch that's wicked but not the one that's the wicked <laughs> witch but the one that <laughs> but the they did keep on the wicked witch because she had previously yeah. been on the show and thus continues to be on it but yes they kept the evil queen and the wicked evil witch queen. yeah she was on it and uh a couple of people did you know that you, the Wicked Witch is in the public domain, but the popular conceptions of the Wicked Witch are not, and yeah, are the legal property yeah, of. Yeah. I think it's who. I mean, whoever owns the fil- whoever did the film, uh, you know, uh, the Wizard of I Oz. I also listened so, like, to that episode of Plank Check. Yeah, so you can have the Wicked Witch be green, but it can't be the exact same shade as green oh of God. green. It's she the whole reason turn people to flying monkeys. Yeah, yeah, there are all these little details that you can't use. Um, it's also the reason why in the um, what is that? Uh, what is that fucking movie called? The, that Oz film that 
Sam Raimi. Oz did. the Great and Powerful. Oz the Great and Powerful. It's why they couldn't use the ruby red slippers because even though the books actually had just silver slippers, everyone thinks the ruby red, but the gemstone slippers are legally part of this trademark thing that can't be used. And when they asked Rachel Weiss about it, she was like, oh, that's fine. Gemstone slippers aren't really my thing. I'm more a black leather girl. And uh, the person who uh, heard Rachel Weiss say that uh, died on the spot. They heard Rachel Weisz say, I'm more of a black leather girl, and they fell over and died. <laughs> oh, but they had the they biggest, couldn't take they it. They the biggest it. smile on their face. Oh, man. Yeah, they both of their noses bled, both nostrils bled so much they died. Uh, so, um, I was just going to say. A really important note. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, I love the beginning of this because it starts with. Pe- well, Stephen, before it starts, I just need you to know that the Wikipedia synopsis really wants to make it clear. The Wish Realm events and the outcome involving the realms from previous event en- encounters occur after the events of Homecoming. And I read that and I was like, what? And then I held my mouse over and it was like, so Wikipedia really wants me to know that leaving Storybrooke, the events that are depicted in this episode, all take place after the previous episode, <laughs> which can only make me wonder what the season has been like. And <laughs> they're like, listen. What you are about to read takes place chronologically <laughs> after what just happened. <laughs> Which That's is not amazing. something I have ever seen in all of the time I have been reading Wikipedia synopsis or this podcast. Is No, this takes place chronologically after the previous episode. That's very funny. I really thought you were going to be like, yes, they did bring in some Marvel stuff. And yes, they wanted you to know that it's <laughs> after Spider-Man Homecoming. And I was gonna be like, this did come out after that. That's wild. It could be. Final. I've been. I've been like, why didn't they ever do a Scorpion movie? Because he used the teaser in that, and it turned out he was just on this show. I would believe it. No, <laughs> Charles, like the answer to that is because they're like, yeah, this is what the follow-up's going to be, and then they make four other Marvel movies, and they're like, fuck, that's what needs to. Spider-Man isn't a sequel. Spider-Man No Way Home isn't a sequel to Spider-Man. You know, Far From Home. Far from home. It's a sequel to Infinity War. <laughs> so. You love. So I love that, that this episode started like in in an extreme, hey guys, where are we right now? <laughs> Nothing like a morning in Storybrook. You know how They're you know how you know how you know how people talk. Nothing like a mo- I I would just love to be walking around and look at <laughs> look at someone next to me and go. Nothing I like love a, walking through downtown to my mining job. Nothing like, I, nothing I like love a morning in Dublin. I love to do that. It's not just, though, that you do that, Stephen. It's that you look, you, you get up, and you're like, ah, it's me and my good friends, one of the dwarves from Snow White, Jiminy Cricket in human form, and, you know, Red Riding Hood's grandmother, and the dog from 101 Dalmatians! Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, is that why there was Fuck. Dalmatian? I know Cruella yes! DeVille was on this. That fucking sucks. And you're walking through the morning, you're, you, you got your lunch with your best buds, the fucking dog from 101 Dalmatians, Pongo. <laughs> you keep saying the dog from 101 Dalmatians. I'm sorry, the male dogs. protagonist <laughs> from 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, Pongo and Perdita, they're the... They're the yeah. two, they're the yeah, two we've seen ones. the yeah. spin-off. The biological film. father of the 15 Dalmatian puppies and the adoptive father of 84 more. I definitely thought that that dog had 101 puppies, not that they you know, adopted 84. It's very strange what their names are, because now that I think about it, Pongo, so Perdita, yeah. roughly translates, no, that's Perdidor. 
that per- perdita roughly translates to little lost one. Yeah. Um, where pongo means yeah, it was close. Pongo means put yeah. the the command. <laughs> Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, every every couple of episodes, or every like once in a while in an episode, it's remi- uh, we're reminded of the fact that Stephen knows Spanish, <laughs> and it's just always fun. <laughs> just like out of nowhere, you're just like, oh right, yes, this, and I'm like, oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's very strange. Yes, put as put in, a little lost I'm, one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, right, anyway, yeah. So. Down the street. Uh, <laughs> Get their lunch. Listen, stop doing this because I need to read. Because the thing is, is I need to read what it says because this will explain it mm. or give us more okay. questions. Like, as Alice and Robin arrive in Storybrook, they find the dwarves Granny, Archie, and Pongo. They explain that a fifth dark curse took fifth? them, along with the future versions of Henry, <laughs> Regina, and Mr. Gold to Seattle in the past, which is in the present day. Oh, my fucking God. Polly Cooper looks, I, I gotta say, pretty hot in this show. <laughs> now which one is she it's the glasses she's for you, the, yeah. yeah she's she's robin she's robin hood yeah. no Question. she's not robin she's hood robin <laughs> she's, she's robin. robin who is you're gonna have to yeah, deal, maybe. you're gonna have to deal with some clipping here Matt. <laughs> the whole episode uh, it's all of us <laughs> exclaiming <laughs> due to numerous outsiders in the past causing trouble uh Storybrook is now heavily isolationist. Yeah. So okay. these people arrive and they're like, listen, this is going to sound crazy. And they're like, it does fucking sound crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Red Riding Hood's grandma has a crossbow and tries to shoot them. And they chase them into hiding. Except the hiding that they do is just across the, the street. A little and alley. There was person walking across the Very street. I thought they were going to get hit. And it's like, nah. And so then as they're hiding... They they look over and they see this old uh, Mercedes and they're like, "That's Zelena." And I'm like, "Who?" But then Robin is like, "I'm going to go over that, there and talk to her." Wait, is that Charlotte from Lost? Yeah, Charlotte from no, Lost is there, saying. and apparently she's yeah. the wicked. Yeah, but she's apparently the wicked witch of the West, sure. whose name is Zelena. Zelena. And Robin is like, "Listen, this is going to sound crazy, but that little girl." is me after she says some stuff that they all know too much about so she's like oh my god and Zelena's just like I will help you guys you're gonna go find David and Mary who I guess that's Snow White and Prince Charming yeah this plot does not come up until the very end whatever they were here to do I did not realize that that's what they were seeking out I'm just nodding furiously as I'm watching this part just like yeah Oh, sorry. As I've been chatting about Robin Hood, I do want you to know. Yeah, that is Robin, maybe named for Robin Hood. But Robin Hood died protecting Regina from Hades via the via died protecting Regina from Hades via annihilation from the Olympian crystal. Of course, <laughs> he's not a fox in this in this show, is he? I, I assume he's just a guy. I couldn't. This show. Rocks. I couldn't tell you. It could be both, Travis. He could be a fox man also. And I would be like, sure. yeah, yeah. I mean, Zoro's a dragon. Okay. Okay. Next question that we all had is answered. Inside the snow globe prison. That's what's going on. Okay, they the are... Westfall universe. Yeah. There. 
<laughs> Stephen was correct. They are getting Tommy Westfault. <laughs> they are inside a snow globe prison. <laughs> inside the snow globe prison, Henry is reunited with Ella and Lucy. Ella is Cinderella, his wife. And Lucy, I guess, is his daughter. Sure. Also, kudos to Bobby Draper for getting Cinderella. I wouldn't have expected that from you, you little Wait, freak. Which Henry is this, though? Adult Henry is married to Cinderella. Uh, but adult Henry is not Bobby Draper. No. You're right. That Dark is true. Recast. Henry is Bobby Draper. <laughs> <laughs> In the grand tradition of Bobby Drapers, that guy is pla- yeah, the important bagged- moments of that guy is played by somebody else. <laughs> He bagged Cinderella. Could you imagine showing up to work and they're like, so what's, what's going to happen this season? Like, so there's an adult version of you. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I would be so mad at my agent if I was if I was that kid. If I was... Uh... Jared S. Gilmore. Sure. Um, Who is also a Twitch streamer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Incredible. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, he is on the Overwatch League team Atlanta Rain under the handle Wait. Cowboy B Bamf. Wait, he really is like you like he's a Twitch streamer. Like, he oh, was on the Atlanta gamer. Rain. Now he's on Sky Foxes for Overwatch contenders. Well, and Overwatch. Now his revised handle is Nightingale Sticks. Gilmore currently lives with his girlfriend Jessica and their three pets, Lily, Midnight, and Sylvie. Doesn't oh, did you know that? Did you know that Zoro is the father of Lily, Maleficent's daughter? Did you know that Zoro <laughs> is a dragon? A Damn, he a robot gonna, and he got feet. I'm gonna slowly go insane just being like Zoro's dragon to myself. Zoro's the father of Lily, Maleficent's daughter, and a dragon. Have you guys seen Travis lately? I'm gonna go. It's gonna be like Pontypool. It's gonna be me just saying Zoro's Bang a dragon. I vomit on someone and die. Zoro <laughs> is the father of Lily and a dragon. <laughs> That's gonna get that's gonna get a call in a week that's just like Alex being like, Matt, do you know why Travis is in the corner just repeating Zoro's a dragon, Zoro's I'm a dragon, so- Zoro's a dragon. He, he won't he, he won't eat his microwaved hot dog. He's, he's too busy in the corner yelling Zoro's a dragon. Travis Travis putting his head in the microwave, turning it on and saying Zoro's a dragon. <laughs> I'm so glad, though, that we all watched the show and that our brains hadn't become smooth enough that we could process the phrase, Zoro's a dragon, and it stood up to all of us as like, wait, what the fuck? I watched, I watched a lot of weird things, but this is one of the most inexplicable sentences I've ever heard on this video. without having watched the previous 23 episodes made more sense to yes. me than this did. It's like one of those things where, like, where like Zoro is a child. Uh, who fucks, but they justify it by being like, oh, he's actually a 100-year-old dragon. So oh, it's fuck fine. off. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking um, uh, three, fire emblem. Three houses, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, inside the snow globe prison, yeah, Henry's united <laughs> with Ella and Lucy. Weaver, who I, I don't know who that is. Weaver is the good Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> okay, explain that. That was what I got from <laughs> I that was cool. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going insane. I, I thought that is that not Mr. Gold? Is Mr. Gold not good Rumpelstiltskin? <coughs> I know, I Mr. Know, Gold man. is Rumpelstiltskin in the original universe. Weaver is M- Rumpelstiltskin when I guess his good part heart. has been separated okay. from his evil part. Rumpelstiltskin yeah. is Weaver's heartless. Mr. Gold yes. is Weaver's nobody. It's very yes. clear. Weaver explains to Hook that Wish Realm Rumpelstiltskin. I don't know what that means. 
He's just called Wish Rumple in the episode description if you watch this on Disney Plus like I did. I did too. Uh, I saw the Wish Rumple thing and I was like, his first name is Wish? That was what, Wish I, that was what I took from it. Wish Rumple is definitely getting drafted in the lottery next year, right? <laughs> yes. Wish Rumple's on G League Ignite. This is like yeah. watching everything everywhere all at once where like on in the subtitles it just says Donut Joy and you're like, who is Donut Joy? Because <laughs> yeah. you're like you don't know what's going on with like the actual plot yet, and but there's still the subtitles. So you're like, I don't understand any of this shit. So Wish Rumpelstiltskin, ha- uh, yeah, he explains that uh, Weaver explains that Wish Rumpelstiltskin has stripped him of his powers and immortality, and that his Wish Realm counterpart used them to Rump. amplify his powers. Who says the line? I'm sorry, Stephen, if you took this one, but it's I'm afraid Rumpelstiltskin used the office pen for more than he let on. No, did, Travis, Travis, <laughs> really, really, Travis, you have nothing to worry about because I was about. 20 minutes into this show and I was like this is the best Steven Take Us Home show we've watched in a very long time. <laughs> okay. yeah. Like there were there were so many he's, lines. Well, I'm going to say Steven Take Us Home and he's going to pull up the script and just read it back to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're, they're, Weaver and Captain Hook are out trying to break the glass knowing that they are trapped in a snow globe yeah. means that this all makes so much yeah. more sense now. Yep. I was like, "What is happening?" We sh- they showed them in the snow globe. Yeah, it did show them. It I, did show them in the snow globe. I, my, I, okay, was I, that supposed to register? I couldn't process new things. I guess at that point, <laughs> my brain had gone into a. T- it's like similar so, to um, us. I learned about this, this recently. Episode, like there was a breaking point, and I just I, like. <laughs> yeah, I, I I learned about this recently in that uh, when they put um, I think it's uh, Oblivion on, or maybe it was Morrowind. Uh, yeah, Morrowind was on the original Xbox when they put it on there. They, uh, Todd Howard was explaining that they would run into the problems where they would be like running short on like memory and stuff like that in the game. And one way that they could reset this would be by restarting the game. And uh, the devs at, at Microsoft were like, "Oh, hey, do you need to, to do you need to do that? Here's how you can restart the console without players knowing." So there would be long load screens in that game where what was actually happening was the console was secretly rebooting. And I imagine the moment when you guys were like, ah, oh, they're in the snow globe. My brain was like, whoa, 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 we need to do Too a full restart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I had 17 Chrome tabs open in my brain in that moment. <laughs> That's what I felt like the whole time. Then I kept restoring all it tabs. Was re- like it was maniac. really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Restore all tabs. Restore all tabs. And I was just like full overload. Uh, yeah. So um, as they're attempting to break the glass, Weaver's like, you know. You were the closest thing I ever had to a friend. And I guess through that act of friendship, Maui's fishhook appears in the snow globe. <laughs> They're like, oh, I got an idea where this did came he, from. They Maui never explain! <laughs> there it is. The rock left that behind. Like, did Maui where there ever was one? show up on this show? Hey, you know what, Travis? What can he say? Except, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Maui does not show up. It was purely just cross promo. They're like Maui's Hook, Moana, now available on DVD and Blu-ray. Like, what is Moana was many years before. Um, I thought Moana's like a Moana's a year before this, I think, or two years. It's 2016, I think, and this is 2018. Okay. Regardless, right, I guess. regardless, um, it does seem like they're just like, hey, this is a thing we own. Do you know who? Um, do you know who the fish hook was in the possession of? Oh God, is it a is it a character that I've heard of? It's one we talked about earlier today. Hook. 
Hook's trapped in the globe. He's got to get. Oh, no, right. Hook gets this from this person. Is it Captain Ahab? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Captain Ahab had Maui's hook. <laughs> oh man, why wasn't that on uh, that Mastodon album? Um, the hook, the fish hook, is currently in possession of Captain Ahab, who Hook approaches at a bar. They gamble for it. Ahab offering the fish hook and Hook offering the Jolly Roger. However, when he attempts to free Rumpelstiltskin, Ahab, having followed him, mocks him for giving up for his search for revenge. Enraged, Hook challenges to a duel, leaving Rumpelstiltskin trapped. Although Hook wins the duel, suffering a mere scrape across his arm, he realizes that he failed to keep his promise to his daughter by not returning immediately and rushes back to her. However, before he can free her, he is knocked away from her by the curse of the cur- by the power of the curse of the poisoned heart, which was placed on him by Gothel, using the bullet that nicked his shoulder. Of course. I'm going to travel back in time to tell Herman Melville that this is going to be his legacy. <laughs> <laughs> you know this huge-ass book you're working on, and it doesn't seem like it's going to sell very well? I've got news for you. Hey, Herm. <laughs> um, hey, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Does Bartleby the Scrivener ever appear on this show? No. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, they use the, the, the fish hook to break the glass from the inside. And at the outside, a pair of arrows pierce the glass, and they're freed by Robin and Alice. Re- Regina is dragged to the location where Wish Snow and Wish Charming had been married by Sir Henry, and Regina pleads with him to change his mind, despite admitting to having killed his grandparents. Sir Henry responds yeah. to this plea by cutting a slit on her hand that Henry will use to create blood ink. This is in parentheses. Yeah, cause, well, yeah, because, <laughs> because he, he needed magical ink. But he didn't have any, but the blood of the queen sufficed for Rumpelstiltskin's purposes. You all remember that, right? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, but yeah, he tells her that they'll fight each other and that Henry's like, this will be my happy ending. Honestly, kind of badass. Like, my yeah. happy ending is killing you. That's a cool thing to say. Of course you were excited for John McFarlane. Avril Lavigne stuck in their head watching this What show? was great about that no. was that they spent like a good, they spent the entire multi-minute scene explaining that he's going to have to duel her and probably win and kill her. And then the scene ends with him going, this will be my happy ending. And then like, I was like, yep. And then he was like, killing her. And I was like, oh, okay, guys. <laughs> Did you see? When when Wish Rumple explains, he's like, so here's my evil plan. Every single person in every realm is going to be in solitary confinement basically forever until they go insane, as long as you do this. And he's like, cool. Like, I thought it was like he might struggle with that concept, and he's like, nah, his heart is so darkened. Nah, yeah, he's a Twitch streamer now. (laughs) That's how you know. That's in that moment. While locked in a cell, Regina has a dream in which she meets with Robin Senior Spirit. So I guess she's Robin Hood's kid, but is raised by Hook because Robin Hood died? Yeah. Sure. Stopping Regina from being cursed by the young man. The body language from Travis is currently NCAA coach whose team is getting absolutely (laughs) obliterated in the tournament, (laughs) and they were the favored team. Like we love, we love a like, surrender cobra. Yeah, yeah, like, he's surrender cobraing. He's basically <laughs> loosening his tie, getting ready to face the press right, and talk, talk about boosters. it. Yeah, it's yeah. A, I gotta console these kids in the locker room after. <laughs> I don't know. How I'm gonna do it. Well, the way you do it is you remind them uh, that uh, you can still find happiness without him or Facilier, and that you just need to show Sir Henry that you can that he can still find love. Um, Awakening, Regina discovers that Robin Spirit has left her with a red feather from one of his arrows. I missed this. I had. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice that at all. Wish Rumple 
meets up with Sir Henry <laughs> to discuss Regina's fate, offering Sir Henry a new way to deal with every character and stories from every, every realm utilizing the blood ink. Uh, he shows Sir Henry that if he raises his emotions, he can banish heroes into the Once Upon a Time books that will serve as their prison. They tested on Wish Blue Fairy, who's then transported. Is this when someone says, all I have to do is get close enough to that crocodile to <laughs> rip its heart out? Okay. That was one of, Travis, that was one of them. <laughs> that was one of the quotes that I... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on, I think I actually... That's the only one I, other one I, I wrote I down. I have this one. All I have to do now, <laughs> all, I, all I have uh-huh. to do now, is get close enough to that crocodile to rip his heart out. Then this whole thing will be over. <laughs> Steve Irwin. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, Weaver finds a dream catcher and views his memories of Belle, fearing that they'll never be together. <laughs> Weaver, why is it so? Is that offensive? I'm not sure. <laughs> Probably. I said that this show did Tiger Lily, and I can only imagine how he horrible that was. He used the Dreamweaver, and then he sees the alternate realm, which was the uh, film adaptation of Stephen King's Dreamweaver oh. that has uh, shit demons in it, I believe, or something. Travis? Travis? Yes. I'm going to need you to speak with conviction. You know they're called shit weasels. Shit weasels. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. You knew that. The dogma shit demon. You knew they were called a shit weasels. You ever seen Morgan? You see that movie? No. Google Morgan Freeman Dream Reaver right now. You at home listening. Because it is the most insane eyebrows ever put to film. It makes Dream Peter Gallagher again. look like nothing. Have you seen the original Dune? Because there are some eyebrows in the original and Dune. It's Dreamcatcher. Morgan Freeman Dreamcatcher eyebrows. <laughs> oh, no. See, the thing, though, Stephen, is oh that Dune God. takes place in a heightened reality. <laughs> Dreamcatcher is theoretically supposed to take place in our modern world that okay, just happens right, to be intact okay, by these aliens. Okay, okay, okay. And he okay, has the I Dune eyebrows. Sure it's him next to Ernest Borgnine as a side by side. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to this link. He, oh, it's just a, fa- a joke that's trivia. Morgan Freeman had Ernest Borgnine's eyebrows surgically grafted on his head <laughs> for his role in Dreamcatcher. God, the shit weasels look like dicks too. What the fuck? They're like they're like if dicks were lampreys. What the fuck, Stephen King? It's like his consensus worst film adaptation and possibly book. I don't know. Uh, anyways, um, uh, Weaver finds a dream catcher. Yeah. So uh, Hook and Robin are scouting the castle, uh, and Robin asks for Hook's uh, blessings to marry Alice, and he's like, "Of course." And I was like, "Well, that's nice. That's very sweet." Um, and Hook's just like, or he's like, "I." It, uh, he's like, uh, "Of course you can do that." And I, I can't wait to, oh, my heart. And then he, like, doubles over. <laughs> and then Alice is just like, or Robin is just like, no, you've got to make it. You've got to walk her down the aisle. And I'm like, what is happening? Because they're going to get married. <laughs> yeah. And, but, I no, it's just the fully, like, I'm just, I have no idea what's going on. So. Robin Hood's daughter is fucking Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. No, that, is that that Alice? I yes, because there's the out of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland is one of the spinoffs. Oh yeah, or is the spinoff right? That is the thing, but I think it's a different Alice. Is she named after her? Is she named in that Alice's honor? I guess. Okay, I guess it is that Alice. Do they explain why her face is so fucked up and why she's British? I, well, I guess the second part explains the first part, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, these are two different Alices. Because there there's are two Alice. Alices on the show. They, yeah, and there's Alice, oh. who's the Alice in Wonderland Alice. 
Travis is Travis is dead. This kills Travis. <laughs> that one is actually at one point played by Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> okay. Really? Yeah, she's the daughter of Edwin, stepdaughter of Sarah, half sister of Millie, wife of Cyrus, and mother to her daughter. It just says mother to her daughter. Of course, thank you, thank you. Once upon a time's page of characters. Yeah, and she stumbles into a rabbit hole. You know all that stuff. Uh, she's freed by Will. She's taken to Wonderland to face off against Jafar and Anastasia, as we all oh remember. Uh, you know, because Jafar is apparently the villain of that. Oh, my But then there's the other God. Alice, who is the child, the daughter of Hook and Gothel and Robin's fiance. She's apparently, like, kind of rumple or not, kind of um, 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 uh, uh, one with the hair. Help me. I'm blanking. My brain is empty. Uh, Rapunzel? Rapunzel. I wanted to say Rumpelstiltskin each time. There, there we go. There's a difference. Two Alices. She's Alice slash Tilly. Sure. So Henry heads to rescue Regina, but he gets ambushed by the guards. And the guards are about to kill him. But then two guards attack the other guards. And they're like, what's going on? And then the guards rip off the mask. And they're like, we're your grandparents. And I yep. I was having the <laughs> yep. big one. <laughs> I, wanted, I wish I could have seen this with somebody who was excited for this moment so they could just start cheering or crying. It's like, we're your grandparents, and I'm just like... I, I don't want to be in the same room with somebody who has any investment in the show. I, th- I think it would have been fascinating, like in an anthropolo- anthropological yeah, I'd sort like of to way. watch them from behind glass. But cert- I don't want to be in the same taking notes. Room. Yeah, I'll see you in a zoo. <laughs> I'd love to be able to gas them with a moment's notice. Yeah, right. <laughs> the group discovers which Rumpel's plan to trap everyone in the separate realms of unhappy endings. This is where Prince Charming is wearing like a J. Crew flannel, and he's like, "I've led a war council before," and I'm just like, "Bro, you look like you're too proud to ask for help at the Home Depot." Um, but he's like, "Yeah, we got a strategy to save all the realms and to stop Wish Rumple from enacting his scheme." But then Wish Rumple shows up, ready to trap the characters in realms of eternal torment, hey, while Sir nice. Henry is in the forest confronting Regina and forces into a sword fight, which causes portals to open. Powered by Sir Henry's emotions. What's powered by his emotions? The portals. To where? Into the, oh. into the realms of uh, unhappy endings. Which is where people, were, which were, where people were trying to be sucked into, where they were holding on to the table. They were trying to be. They, they did not they want to be sucked into. They were trying not to be sucked into. You know into. what I mean? That somebody was trying to suck them in. The, the portals were. <laughs> Please what? never say that again. <laughs> not suck them off. Suck them in. <laughs> It still is not pleasant to hear somebody was trying to suck them in. <laughs> what sucking it in is just like holding in your belly. Like we're not talking about dicks here. <laughs> what? What's going on? Nobody has ever just, called giving a blowjob sucking it in. No, no, no it's not. That that I'm saying that that's even what it is. It's just an unpleasant phrase to hear someone say <laughs> they were trying to suck them in. Like, <laughs> I just was like, Ugh, I didn't like that. That's what the portals were doing. Trying to suck them in. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So um, when Sir Henry uh, corners Regina, she's like, ah. If I need to die to show you that you're loved, I'll fucking do it, which is like hardcore. And then he's like, fuck, I forfeit. Dude, did and you notice how rubbery the rubber sword was? How wobbly it was yeah, throughout I, this scene? He like, he's like bend. dueling her and then he like holds her against a tree with this sword. And it is just like, like it, there might as well be like a boing sound effect because it is just like wobbling back and forth the entire time. It's so funny. I, I was just like, uh, kill her. Just kill her. This, Jesus yeah, H. Christ, uh, yeah. why are we drawing this out for so long? 
Do but, it or don't. So man. yeah, Sir Henry and, and Regina reconcile, but because Hook had to hold on to Alice to keep her to keep her out of the portals, his heart that was poisoned is now beyond repair. Mm-hmm. And Weaver, who Classic. earlier found a way to kill his wish counterpart by using a stored bit of spared or a spare bit of stored magic, which he then poured on his hand so he could rip his heart out. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, he's that. like, Oh, I know how to do this. I'm gonna rip my own heart out and give it to Hook. Mm-hmm. Should have had a lot more gore in this effect, I feel, if he's ripping his yeah. heart out. No, nah, this is this is perfect for Kingdom Hearts. Kalima, Kalima Shakti Day, I had to say it. And uh so by removing his heart, he slams his purified heart into Hook's body, saving Hook. And that sacrifice destroys the darkness, which causes Wish Rumple to disintegrate into dust. I don't understand why they just didn't kill him earlier then, I guess. I don't know. He's powerful. But So then the original Rumple is reunited with Belle in the afterlife. Who is played by uh, Claire from Lost, who is on watch. Yes. Yes, uh, Emil de Raven or something like that. Ravi. De Ravi. Uh, later that evening, Regina is joined by the two Henrys, and having realized that it's time to heal everything, she decides to bring the realms of Storybrook, or to bring all the realms uh, of story to Storybrook by enacting a new curse using small parts of the hearts of everyone who loves her and those whom she loves to create a new realm that will contain everyone's love and hearts. This realm will be called. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly what it is. In the United Realms, Come the on. next part. Come on. Sometime later, all the realms are united and now part of Storybrook, hidden away from the rest of the world, which is a question I did have to ask, and I'm glad that it's answered because I was like, so like, imagine you're the president and then you're just like, wait, dragons are real? But apparently they're just hidden. They're all now just in yeah, Maine yeah. or New Hampshire. And, and also they double as uh, Mexican masked band. As Zelena and Henry drive Regina to the palace for a surprise, Zelena reveals that Zorro is the father of Lily Maleficent's <laughs> daughter. Yes, it's here in the write-up. Lily Page, also known as Starla. Wait, Zelena's sister is the evil queen, and she, Zelena... The Evil Queen slash Regina slash Ronnie. Oh my God! There are so many names for everyone. Maybe your Queen Regina is also whatever. Zelena was married names. to Robin Hood, and that's how they had the kid. Also, Robin Hood. Well, it depends on the realm. At one point, I was just trying to find the thing on Lily, and it just says history before first, before first curse, during first curse, after second curse, before third curse, after sixth curse. What Six? the fuck? Wait, when was the si- when was the sixth curse? That's the thing at the end that brings everyone together. Oh, right, 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 right. Wow. Guys, I want to talk about how Pam from True Blood played Maleficent, which means she fucked Zoro, who was a dragon. <laughs> Did she fuck him as a dragon or as a Well, Maleficent's also a dragon. Sword. Well, the oh, one yeah. of the fun things about the way that Shrek ends is that Donkey has disappeared for a while and then he comes back in the second one. And then, and then it, there's 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 the dra- there's dragon yeah. donkey hybrids, which very this dragon heavily suggests this shitty looking dragon on Once Upon a Time looked like the Shrek. Dragon. Absolutely fucked the yeah. dragon. No, that dragon that 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 that's mean to the Shrek dragon. The Shrek dragon that has like weird lipstick. Like yeah, this was a, this was like from a distance. Uh, this, like a this looked this looked like an early FromSoft dragon. 
yeah, we're playing Demon Souls here. Original Demon Souls. So, okay, um, right, yeah, the Zoro is the father of Lily Maleficent's daughter. Snow and David uh, surprised Regina with the announcement that the people have voted to elect her the new queen, which is not how that goes. You do not elect a queen. Stop creating. Nope. You do here. Elective monarchy. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah, people, people who want an elected monarch here are the people who are also like, I can change Abby Shapiro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're, they're the, Regina's now the leader of the Unified Realms and is joined by Emma, the original Hook. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Hard to fucking say, man. Do we ever see the crocodile? Why do they have to put their head at the crocodile? I think... I, Travis. Travis. Does someone become a human? Travis. Is it metaphorical? Travis. I think what they meant is they were talking about the way that Wish Rumpelstiltskin looked. I don't think okay. there was a literal okay. crocodile. Well, when there's P- when there's Captain Hook involved... Captain Hook lost forward. his hands to Rumpelstiltskin! <laughs> Have you been listening to me? <laughs> Did you even fucking watch the show? He asked why he cut his hand off, and he was like, you're the closest thing I had to a friend! What the fuck, Travis? I've been out here talking about this for hours, and you couldn't even draw that simple conclusion. <laughs> I just can't believe Rumpelstiltskin turned into a killer croc. So, uh, yeah, uh, Snow crowns Regina after this all, and she's like, you're now the good queen. And she gives a speech about second chances and, every, and how, I, despite everything everyone's been through, there's the chance to find happiness and their lives and stories will continue. And everyone cheers. And, you know, Emma and Hook and Hope look on and support. And they were incredibly rude because they did come running into a coronation in the middle of it, and everyone looked at them. And everybody had to like, do the fucking, fucking Joss Whedon dialogue of just like, yeah, oh, kill look me. who just showed up. You didn't think I, mean, I, I know I, I, I know I earlier expressed a deeply anti-monarchy beliefs that I have, but still I'm also a person who believes in like respecting the event you're attending. Like it's a fucking coronation. You're not the Are you the person being coronated? Then fucking wait outside the door like it's a Broadway show a couple minutes after it started. You cannot go to your seats until the intermission. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, em- the, the, it was Emma. 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 <laughs> Emma. <laughs> Emma Swan. <laughs> This is this is a more delusional episode than we were when we were talking about Party of Five. <laughs> yeah, because this, <laughs> this is the most this is the most direct. Matt, Matt. So Lena reveals that Zoro is the father of Lily and a dragon. Um, but yeah, the 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 camera zooms out of the castle and moves towards Storybrook, and you see all the different parts of town, it's such a including Granny's Diner CGI and Gold Shop. Fucking. Stores along Main Street and the like clock tower, and the camera uh, shows a shot of the town line, and it zooms in on the leaving Storybrook sign, and and then boom, episode ends. Justin Kirkland of Entertainment Weekly gave the episode a B minus. Gather your tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Gather your tissues, kids, because this last chapter of Once Upon It. This is the last chapter. Are you ready? Can you ever be? The show has been such a weird little nugget of television that dared to try and reinvent all the classic fairy tales we grew up with. And put them into a modern, albeit at times messy, new narrative. For better at worse, for better and for worse, the show has been nothing if not ambitious. And tonight we get to see the, cumu- the accumulation of everything on in one sublime, sublimely sweet final scene. Ambitious for sure. I'm just trying to find when's the last time we watched a show that was remotely this deranged. <laughs> CSI Cyber, maybe. This show exists outside the good bad binary, and rather simply is. Yeah, it's so, it was so much. <laughs> this episode opened with somebody going to the dwarves 
Red Riding Hood's grandmother, Jiminy Cricket, and the 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 father from one hundred and one the father dog from one hundred and one Dalmatians <laughs> the dog and father. asking for help and the and dog them all, father and, them all and they and all pulled out them. crossbows they and threatened attacking them. them. <laughs> they shot the crossbow. There was a person walking by. We didn't get it any didn't of the parts. Re- we didn't see any of the things where Saeed plays, I believe, Jafar. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Sure. Uh, I, d- I did just have a moment where I was just Googling random actors <laughs> from Lost. Yeah. Don't worry. Jorge Garcia did also appear. Of but I was worried that he was going to be like the giant from this Jack fable. Oh, man. But that does not seem to be the case, <laughs> I think. Oh, I should check. Oh, that's Jorge such a good guess, Garcia, dude. once upon a time. Can I go? He plays uh, the Ugly Duckling. Can I go to bed now? Oh my god, Matt, he's the giant from (laughs) Jack and the Beanstalk. (laughs) (laughs) I must have known that deep within me somewhere. Who is this? Jorge Garcia Garcia. played the giant from the Jack and the Beanstalk story. Damn it. Of course. That's an amazing guess. That's a fucking miracle what you just did there. He had his sibling. He was played Anton with his siblings Arlo, Abraham, Andre, and Argyle. Hugo. Hey, Hugo. I'm seeing if any of them else were also lost actors. I. <sighs> are they, are they played Lilly. by like Sawyer? That uh, would be incredible. That would be yeah yeah. Let, okay, hold on. This is yeah, the end. Is Josh Holloway? Do you remember when Josh Weezer, Holloway when once Weezer upon a time? A- made an album yeah, called Yes, so I remember Hurley. a Weezer made an album called Hurley and the cover was just a picture of Jorge Garcia. That was a dark moment in music history. He was on a different show. with a song called Where's My Sex. So that was Once Upon a Time. Yeah. We have recorded for the length of the Batman. <laughs> yeah, this is a really long recording, guys. And I'm turning into the Riddler. I'm so uh, tired. Thank you for being on yeah, this with me. me. I had a great time talking about Once Upon a Time with my that's friends. A, that's a little twist on an old favorite there, Travis. I'm turning well, into the Well, if you watch the movie, the Riddler's pretty twisted in it. I'm turning but into... Yeah, when I watched this, my response to the show was going, No, 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 no. Why are you fucking showing this to me? This Why are you showing this no, to me? The, Come on! Penguin. <laughs> Come on! Oh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> and then you also criticized my Spanish. That's the worst Spanish I ever... You are uh, come on. Um, so that was the sick and twisted world that I led us into. Oh. Matt, what bullshit it's you got for so us next bad. week? I'm I'm I'm, like, I'm gonna fucking cr- I'm gonna cower in a corner so I don't have to. Hear uh, it. You're. It's gonna be fun. Uh, we're diving back into the real world where people are telling it like it is, and we'll be watching Penn and Teller bullshit. Okay. Yeah. You are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to say what Penn and Teller's bullshit is with thirty seconds on the clock? I'm too tired to do this. <laughs> sure, I can. Try I mean, I this. I know a lot about Penn and Teller's bullshit. <laughs> Let me tell you right okay, now. I, I guess it's me. I certainly do right now. Travis, I'm putting thirty seconds on the clock. Tell me everything you know about the next magical show <laughs> that we will be talking about. <laughs> Penn and Teller's bullshit, starting now. Penn and Teller's Bullshit is a show starring noted libertarian uh, Penn Jillette and his other magician friend Teller. Uh, if I had to guess, it was probably on Bravo. Uh, and it's them, like, myth-busting magic tricks or some shit? I don't know. I'm aware- I remember the name of this show. I know it existed. But that's all I got. Well, that's time. So you can join us next week when we talk about Penn and Teller's 
Showtime show where they mm. debate political topics. Join us. <laughs> Join us. As You're able to find it. I already have it. I already have it. Join us as we talk about talking to the dead and if vaccines cause autism with a pen and teller. Oh, I want to no. die. <laughs> Thanks to you for listening through this episode and dealing with the weird shit that's be coming up ahead. Uh, you can find us wherever you listen to the podcast and you should rate, review, and tell your friends. Uh, you can find other things I do online on most websites at PSYOP Abelman. I'm working on a photo book, so I should start plugging that in some theory. He's getting uh, Matt and it. Travis have their bands that include Flesh of the Stars and also Arthur and also I only... Oh, it's fucking... Uh, it's Meg and the Wheelers is the name of the band. <laughs> Steven, what are you working on? You got you any projects? Find, mm. What was that, Travis? I don't... I would say you can find me in a corner somewhere saying Zora the Dragon. I don't. <laughs> oh, no, come on! I was like, <laughs> let Steven at least say that he doesn't have anything to plug. I guess I don't. Ha- I don't fucking do anything, you guys. I don't know. Yeah, you're in the corner saying. You can find <laughs> you me, in the corner. Saying. You can find me dancing somewhere. I don't know. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. That's mysterious. Get Matt a Webby for his wonderful production work, cutting this thing down to a manageable episode. That's only going to say. Uh, Sora is a dragon <laughs> seven times in, maybe, instead maybe of I the should, seven thousand times we said it. Maybe I should plug my dad's cider company. <laughs> go, go Stephen, uh, you can do that. But as long as it's not a, as long as your dad's not an evil queen. Stephen, you want to bring us home? You seem very tired. Um, it's almost as if all of the energy from your body has been sucked out, perhaps by a a wish rumple using an evil pen or whatever fucking yeah. shit happened. <laughs> Yeah, they want us. They want to suck me in. Um, you are by far the sexiest friendless orphan I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, the, at the very start with the bail bonds. Yeah, that's good. <laughs>